0: This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors.
1: 93.3 WMMR, audio on demand, presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano.
0: All right, today is Thursday, October 20th. As I said, Kathy is out. I'll handle the news. We're going to start with this story. A man was shot more than a dozen times outside a bar in West Philadelphia. It happened around 11.30 p.m. Wednesday at 62nd and Market Streets. Police arrived at the scene but did not find a shooting victim. Uh, The police say surveillance video shows the gunman fired shots into a vehicle at close range. that's when investigators investigators say a third person got inside the car and drove the 37-year-old victim to the hospital. Uh, He was pronounced dead a short time later. Twelve times? Uh, Yes. It said police arrived at the scene but did not find a shooting victim. So I assume that means that uh, they arrived but they had already been taken to the hospital. Philadelphia Police Chief Inspector Scott Small said, Based on the crime scene, we know at least 14 shots were fired from a semi-automatic weapon. Officers received witness statements from bar patrons and employees that say both the victim and the alleged gunman were at the bar before the shooting, but it did not appear that there was any altercation between them. Officers claim surveillance video clearly shows the suspect. So obviously they're investigating uh, to try and find out exactly what happened and why. Uh, Cruz continued the search for an undergraduate student missing from Princeton University on Wednesday. Princeton University officials said on Twitter, the Department of Public Safety is seeking information on the whereabouts of an undergraduate student, uh, Ms. Rock, uh, UNT. Uh, ...who has been reported missing. Uh, Now, UNIT, I believe is how you say the name, 20 years old, was last seen about 3 a.m. on Friday. On Wednesday morning, investigators searched the area near the Shea Rowing Center by Watercraft. Investigators were also seen walking the banks of the lake. Uh, Anyone with information on her whereabouts should contact the Department of Public Safety at 609-258-1000. She was last seen near Scully Hall on the school's New Jersey campus... The university said at the as the search continues, increased law enforcement will be on campus, including boats, drones, and helicopters. Uh, she's 5 feet 4 inches tall, weighs 130 pounds. Uh, she has brown eyes, black hair, light brown complexion. Uh, Princeton is on fall break this week, but students still on campus say that they've been following the investigation. So they're doing a uh, uh, an in-depth search right now. Uh,
2: you mentioned drones. I wonder how much... Um drones percentage-wise are figuring into police searches now and do do police have, do they hire a a third party to do that for them or do they themselves now have drone technicians? Good question. I would think
0: that it's like, every department should have that. You, right? It yeah. makes sense. Yeah, and, and that they should that should start to become a job yeah. for the, uh, the police. But I, I don't know at this point, but that's a good question, Steve. All right, on a lighter story, what happens when you tell Philadelphia you need to get rid of thousands of avocados <laughs> over the course of three days? Free of charge, no limits on what you can grab. Otherwise, they go to waste. Well... Thousands of Philadelphians answered the call, claiming roughly 300,000 avocados before 3 p.m. yesterday. We had on the group uh, from Avageddon, and they were hoping to spread this out over three days. They got rid of everything in, like, two hours. That's spectacular. And, yes. and congratulations to them for pulling this off. It's amazing. So it, the event was slated to run from noon to 6 yesterday with repeats on Thursday and Friday. But uh, Sarah De Pascal, the distribution director of the nonprofit Sharing Excess, said... We thought this much food was going to last us three days. It went in two hours. <laughs> I don't really have the words. However, she said, don't worry because uh, Avagaden at FDR Park will return. There are two more truckloads of avocados uh, coming today. All right. And an undecided number of avo- avocado trucks on Friday. And there are more avocado trucks in the state than Sharing Access initially had claimed. Local food banks are also getting some of the surplus.
3: I got a nice text from Evan, who we had on the other day. He said it went incredible. We shut down the highway. <laughs> yeah, there oh, were, wow. There were helicopters. We'll be back tomorrow that with three excellent. more truckloads. And they said many people were able to were showed, showed up because of the President Steve show. Thank you so much, Nick. That's did he cool.
2: suggest if they're going to do anything similarly with waffles?
0: Oh, oh yeah, you know what?
3: I'll reach out. Waffle hidden. I think we were the first ones to jump on that.
0: Yes. 100% um,
4: agree. I follow the Philly food world like you guys know, and it was hours later after our show talked to them that we were picking up on it. Yeah,
0: and then like uh, it it hit the national uh, uh-huh. headlines and and kind of took off. Uh, apparently, a uh, live band played. People were dressed <laughs> up as avocados. Uh, they were guiding foot and car traffic that wrapped around the stretch of the park near 20th Street in Patterson. On Wednesday. So it will continue today. I I love this effort. I don't know how quickly they'll go but i was reading the uh the uh, reactions from some of the people there they were like this is going to feed us for a couple weeks oh, you know awesome. so that's awesome uh, some families there, there were some people that were from mexico initially and they're like we love avocados <laughs> yeah, yeah. this is awesome so somewhere it's in great. the
4: afternoon there was a note that said if you're coming after 2 please just come tomorrow so that gives you an idea okay. of how many cars were there all right. even before it started
0: all right there you go all right in sports this morning Game two of the National League Championship yeah. Series. The Padres beat the Phillies, winning the eight f- is it to five last night in San Diego. Brandon Drury, Josh Bell combined for five hits and drove in five runs, helping the Padres come back from an early four-nothing deficit during a split from Petco Park. Uh, the series is now tied at one game apiece. Go f***
2: yourself, San Diego.
0: <laughs> uh, the Bills are back home tomorrow night for Game 3. And Ranger Suarez is expected to get the start. The first pitch is scheduled for just after 7.30, and I do have to note... That rescheduling the burger brawl was not for naught. Right, mm-hmm. they yeah. definitely needed to do that now because we were like, "Hey, if they sweep this thing." Oh, right, go ahead and have <laughs> the burger I know, brawl. I know, not happening. <laughs> in the American League, the Astros took Game One, winning four to two over the Yankees last night in Houston. Justin Verlander struck out uh, eleven in six strong innings uh, to lead the Astros to the win. Game two is tonight in Houston, and the first pitch is at seven thirty-seven. Flyers lost their first game oh, of the season. Man. Uh, they fell 4-3 the to three to the Panthers last night in South Florida. Uh, Carter uh, Verhage had two goals, and the Panthers scored twice in the third period and held on for the win. The Flyers are off until Saturday night when they'll travel to Nashville to take on the Predators. Sixers will look to bounce back from their loss in Boston as they have their home opener tonight. That's against the Milwaukee Bucks. Tip-off in South Philly will be at 7.30. And finally, the Union open the MLS Cup Playoff Eastern Conference semifinals as the club will host FC Cincinnati tonight. The match at Subaru Park set for 8 p.m. and will be broadcast on FS1. The Union are the number one seed in the East. After the club finished off 19-5-10 in the regular season to claim home field advantage in the Eastern Conference playoffs, they didn't lose at home all season. It's amazing. Long. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. So awesome. Good luck to the union uh, and everybody. So, uh, good morning to you. Welcome to Thursday. The week's flying by. Uh, and we do have some things, obviously, to continue to give away with MMR's You Who Loot. Uh, we gave away a bunch of cash yesterday. Let's yeah. do it yeah. again today, all right? We'll start that at 8 a.m., your opportunity to win $1,000. $1,000. A uh, couple of guests on the program today. Uh, performing at Helium Comedy Club this weekend will be Ari Shafir. <laughs> cool. And Ari is stopping by the studio today. Been, been a while since we've had Ari long, in the studio, yeah. long time. Yeah, a long time, been. yeah. So uh, he'll be popping in uh, in the 8 o'clock hour. And we've seen a correlation between appearances by John Brazier on the President Steve Show and wins for the Phils. So John's going to pop in this it, morning. It stands up to scientific testing. Yes. It's a bona fide yeah. fact. <laughs> Uh, so is John going to be here in studio? Yeah. or Okay, great. So uh, director of fun and games for the Phils. We'll find out uh, You know all the details you need to know. Whether you have tickets to the game or not, you can still go and be around that Absolutely. excitement and have a good time. And I'm sure John will tell you what all is going on. So uh, we'll get him in here later on this morning, too. So a bunch to get to. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. and The Entertainment Report is all set to go. Stupid Question is prepared. Let's get you some freebies when we come back. All right
5: you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: All right, so stupid question. Pair tickets to smashing pumpkins tomorrow night. Jane's Addiction is performing, and Poppy as well at the Wells Fargo Center. Just answer this question. Pretty easy one too. Some quick math. How many minutes are there in a day? Two one five two six three. WMMR. Call if you know the answer. How many minutes are there in a day? Today is Thursday, October twentieth. Have some birthdays to mention while we await your call today. Uh, Vigo yes, turned 64 years old.
2: I just watched the full Lord of the Rings trilogy. Did you yeah. really? I, I, the past couple of weekends, awesome. I've been watching a movie. Yeah, he's excellent. He's he so damn good, Captain yep.
0: Fantastic. Oh my god, excellent what a movie. great movie! Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a it's a uh, there's some of the coolest versions of Sweet Child of Mine I've ever heard. In fact, we talked to, to a Slash one time and I told him. He's like, I've heard that. That's I haven't listened to it. I'm like, you need to see it. No. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, and it's uh, it's when I cried my eyes out yeah. watching that movie. Uh, but he's so great. He's a uh, 64 years old today. Uh, Hall of Fame baseball first baseman Keith Hernandez, who had a little stint on Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a great, it was a great story arc. so he had a, his 69th birthday.
6: He also like so he was kind of in the, the the bad graces of Philadelphia Phillies fans over the summer. And has sort of had a mea culpa, uh, I think, on Twitter a couple of days ago. What was it predicated like- on? Uh, just the he doesn't like Philadelphia. Oh. You know, he's he's oh, yeah. always played you know against the the you know Philadelphia and played against the fans and stuff like that. But it was like, it him
2: or his mustache that was talking? It was him, okay. he okay. did
6: all the talking. But um, you know, the Phillies have been on a roll, obviously in this postseason, and he's
3: like, I you know, he was openly critical on yeah. air about like their defense and the way that they were playing, and uh, now the Mets aren't in the playoffs and the Phillies are. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there
0: you go. He's wrong, right? Uh, I I also remember him from those uh, hair. Club for men? What? what no. Was, yeah. What was it? it? Was it was a, a hair dye? A hair dye. Yeah. In is fact, I used just that for men. Just for men. That's just what for it men. Was. That was it. I used that to dye my beard, and then I got an allergic reaction to it. Do you, well, That's while you were using, it, did it. you
2: find that your game got better in the boardroom oh, and the bedroom? And in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, man, I was on fire. Uh, Keith Hernandez's is so dark. Sixty nine today. Uh, John Krasinski, you got to love him. Uh, He turns 43 years old today. Still trying to figure out if he will end up in the cast of
2: uh, the Fantastic Four. Because Uh, there are rumors that he and Emily Blunt, his wife could be in the uh, the cast. Yep, him as Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, he appears in uh, in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. So,
0: um, you know, yeah. I think
2: he did a um, good job.
0: I tell you, the series, that Rochelle and I loved Jack Ryan. Oh, yeah. my God. Absolutely loved it and can't wait. I hope they have a third season of that. And he plays it in, uh, he owns it his own way.
2: Yeah. And And uh, his portrayal is top-notch. Yeah. My only complaint about the second
6: season was that the chick from the first season isn't in the second season. The two. Oh, yeah! His yes. like
2: love interest. Yeah, who's
6: the, the doctor. Yeah. yeah. Um, she, I like to her, uh, too. I, I can't remember Oof. her name. She's got a, a very British sounding name, like, you know, Poppy Wellington or something, but <laughs> Big Ben Spotted he, Dick.
0: Abby Cornish? That's yeah, her name. That's it. Abby Cornish. That's it, yeah. 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 Abby Cornish. Yes. Uh, yeah, she's beautiful. Uh she starring in anything uh, now, Nick, that we can... Mm, just porn. Mm. Uh, just mainly oh. porn.
7: British porn. Yo, ever heard of Jerk Mate? All right, well, anyhow, we're talking
0: about John Krasinski. <laughs> yes. uh, he is 43 years old today. Uh, Dan Fogler. Love uh, him. Yeah, he was in Walking Dead, uh, but also uh, Fanboys. Yes. He's yeah. the guy who drives the van. The Goldbergs. The uh, Goldbergs. Uh, Kung Fu Panda. He's one of the voices in Kung Fu Panda and... and- Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, and the uh, the Trials of Grindelwald. Was that the name of that uh, movie? Or? Uh,
3: Secrets of Dumbledore and Crimes of Grim- Grindelwald. Crimes, Crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah. I yeah.
0: like his character much better in those movies than I
2: do Eddie Redmayne. I have to say, and I that, find uh, Eddie Redmayne's character so annoying.
3: I was telling you guys the other day; those movies get better uh, as they go on. Do and they? Fantastic Beasts is, is okay. I don't, I don't hate it, but um, I think. Um, The last one, The uh, uh, Secrets of Dumbledore, was the best of the three. And uh, Fogler is consistent throughout. He's really good. Uh, Yeah, and now that I'm finishing up the full Harry
0: Potter, you know, the first run, I'm going to start watching those, uh, the uh, uh, post-Harry Potter
3: Especially the third one because they spent a lot of time in, like, Hogwarts and in in the Dumbledore world, and and so the stuff that brought you to the Harry Potter dance in the first place.
0: It's a Dumbledore world, and I am a Dumbledore girl. (laughs) (laughs) Dan Fogler is 46 today. Uh, Kamala Harris has her birthday today. Vice President of the United States.
2: Does uh, the Vice President
6: have a theme song?
0: Uh, yeah, it's uh, the thong song. <laughs> I didn't
4: know that. Okay.
0: That would be awesome. She's I think
4: changing
0: that. Uh, she turns uh, 58. I have no idea if there's an official. Like, not that long ago. Um, there you go. There you go. I had never really known what the official uh, vice president residence was about until a few years ago. I went yeah. and looked it up. They get some nice digs. It, it's yeah. decent. Oh, yeah? yeah, it's on a it's on a military base. Yeah, I think. Yeah,
3: it's near uh, American University's campus in in Northwest Washington. Yeah, um, and yeah, it is nice. And it's, it's
0: uh, not as opulent, but no,
3: no. It, nor is it as um, visible. Right. The song Casey is called "Hail Columbia." It's the American patriotic no song. No kidding. I just look this up. Yeah, and it's the ceremonial entrance march to the Vice President for the United States. I think there All should right. be
2: measures taken to wire some sort of sound system to the toilet at the White House so that when you flush it, you get hailed <laughs> to the chief. That'd, yeah, be, that'd nice. be really
6: cool. I uh, think uh, we're, we're probably going to have Hail Columbia in the system uh, you know, very, very soon. So okay.
0: right. Connor's working okay. on sending it, it over. Yeah. I'd w- I be curious. I wonder if we might know it without knowing it. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like some of those John Philip Sousa songs you hear and you know, I don't know the names of those but songs. You know it. But you know it. You've
8: them.
0: heard it. Uh, she's 58. Um, we also have celebrating another birthday today. William Zabka. Oh! I'd be all right with him as vice president or, or some elected official. I love that guy. Uh, he, tur- you know what? Okay, so yeah. a friend of mine made an observation, and he uh, he was so spot on. I never thought about it. He said, um, he said that uh, William Zabka's character Johnny, yes, in uh, in Cobra Kai. Is a lot like Jackie Bam Bam. Yeah. Oh. Stuck in a certain era and uh-huh. can't quite get out of it. Doesn't always get his facts exactly right. A yeah. little bit off on the facts, and he started making parallels. And I'm like, you know what? You're yes. right because Jackie's. Have kinda... you told Jackie this? No. Yeah. No, I have not told Jackie that. Huh. But uh, I do see the parallels. And also like. like... Asking questions, thinking that the, you know, did the uh, Grand Canyon, did they use bombs to make that? <laughs> and also the fact that he loves uh, Brittany Fox sure. and, uh, yeah. and all that. You Salad know, balls. Kind and- of all ties right yeah. in. And I'm like, you know what? That's pretty close. Other than the martial arts thing, yeah. Uh, so William Zakka is 57. Love him, by the way. Uh, Danny Boyle, who's been in our very studios here, turns 66 years old. Great director, obviously. Slumdog millionaire and others. Uh, 28 Days Later. Uh, It's Snoop Dogg's birthday today. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, Snoop turns. Uh, I'm sorry, case. I had to handwrite it. My prep didn't actually have his birthday, and, and found yeah, out that I, it is indeed his birthday. How long today. did uh, Snoop Lion? Right? Was that was
2: that his iteration? I don't know how long that was? Uh, that yeah,
6: was a it wasn't
0: long. Too. He just released yeah. an album. Yeah, and, is that what it was? Went under that moniker, and it didn't. Uh, it didn't stick.
6: I loved the commercials with him and uh, Andy Sandberg on the beach on the beach. Yeah, for the Corona, Corona commercials. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because Andy's, uh, well, first of all, uh, Snoop's just kind of his own thing, but Andy's really funny, and they do this thing where they're doing rhyming schemes, and I just love Andy
0: Sandberg. I love his approach to comedy, yeah.
4: And he's... anything Snoop and Martha Stewart is yeah. just, yeah. they're I, so I good I together. That.
0: I love that uh, that pairing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's 51. Then last birthday, actor George Weiner, we actually had him on not that long ago, he played Colonel Sanders.
1: What's the matter, Colonel Sanders. Chicken
0: and <laughs> uh, hang on.
1: Prepare ship for ludicrous
9: speed.
0: Baseballs. This is him. <laughs> uh, he's also in Fletch yeah, and himself. just loads yep. of movies throughout the years. And was just like one of those guys that we wanted to talk to, and he was great. Uh, he turned seventy-seven years old today. Uh, you're going to play Hail Columbia. Do we have? That oh wait, react? do we
6: have it? It's not. A, is it over? Hang on a second. I, I have check. no idea. It's, Coming on the same
0: apparatus. There it is. With lyrics. With
6: lyrics. Oh.
0: Let's hear this, and then we'll try and get an answer to the stupid question.
2: Wow, big lead in. Yeah. This must be the...
0: This was uh, originally considered to be one of the unofficial national anthems of the United States until 1931. That's when the Star Spangled Banner was named as the official na- national anthem. Did you guys know it wasn't until 1931? That it was officially became no. the national anthem? Star that seems late. Banner as a national Doesn't anthem? Doesn't it? Yeah. yeah.
6: There's a lot of stuff about this country that I'm completely and wholly unaware of. I didn't just- know until last night that Ben Franklin was actually buried here. Oh. I had no clue and then really? I, I Dude, watched
0: right by the mint you probably did, walked right by there. I did, not, I, and
6: I'm going to go there. I watched somebody feed Phil last night, and at one point during that uh, episode on Netflix, mm. they go to his grave. I'm like, yeah.
0: God.
2: It's pretty like... wild. Jimmy Carter played Daddy Warbucks in uh, uh, one of the uh, <laughs> stage versions of in Annie. The stage yeah, version, yeah, yeah, really? Crazy, yeah. because yeah. I love Annie. A lot of people didn't know that. No, I didn't know. I had no idea.
4: I'll tell you, Casey, uh, the Ben Franklin, that little uh, cemetery right there, mm-hmm. you can pay like, a, a as you wish to go in, or some people just stand through the fence and throw pennies at it. Yeah, okay. So please... Pay as
0: you wish and just all right. pay a dollar all right. and, all right. and go. go for in. Free. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Anyhow, that's uh, that's the theme of the vice president. All right, we're looking for the answer to the super question this morning. How many minutes are in a day? Two one five two six three wmmr the number. And our first caller in is Chris. So we're going to go to Chris. Hey, Chris. Good morning. Good morning. All right, buddy. How many minutes in a day? One thousand four hundred and forty. Nice. Ah. That's it. Is that one of
2: the times mentioned in the song from Rent? No. Okay. <laughs> Five thousand. Wait. Five hundred thousand. Wait. Five
6: hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred
0: minutes. That's the uh, only way I
6: can say that number. Uh, Chris. <laughs> That's in a year, right? A- yeah. Yes.
9: Okay.
0: Uh, Chris, hang on. We're going to set you up with. Fair tickets, see Smashing Pumpkins. It's the Spirits on Fire Tour, Jane's Addiction and Poppy. This is tomorrow night at the Wells Fargo Center, and tickets are on sale now at wellsfargocenterphilly.com. All right, we're going to start with this. Um, Actor Anna Faris uh, recalled not only a negative experience working with Ghostbusters director Ivan Reitman, but that Reitman inappropriately touched her on the set of My Super Ex-Girlfriend. She'd recently recounted the abusive behavior on set, which left her feeling humiliated. And angry, and she was uh, talking to uh, actor Lena Dunham on her unqualified podcast. I have the,
6: yeah,
0: uh, just I have the, I can read this, but we have a clip of this. Yeah, the two clips. Okay, uh, let's go with the first one being mistreated. Here we go.
6: One of my hardest film experiences was with Ivan Reitman. I mean, the idea of attempting to make a comedy under this like reign of terror. He was a yeller. He would bring down somebody every day. And
0: my first
7: day, it was
0: me. Um, And then she goes on to talk about, well, let me hear what this clip is. Hang on, here's the second one.
7: He slapped my ass. What? That
0: was a weird moment. I
6: felt angry and hurt. I did have, like, 30 people around me, I think, expecting me to do something, and I didn't.
0: Uh, before the ass slapping thing, she said my first scene uh, was a fight sequence with Uma Thurman. It was just uh, the beginning of it, and we did the rest of the fight much later. But it was really hard. It was New York. It was winter, and I was wearing a red wig. And the, right before, uh, I'm in hair and makeup, and my hair lady knocked over a big jar of wig glue. She said it was like a quart, and it was this massive spill. She had to clean it up. It was on this Eve Saint Laurent sweater. And there was so much glue that it made her late for the set. Right, right. He said, I was terrified. It was my first day. And I was feeling that Ivan was going to think I'm some kind of diva that shows up late on purpose. Well, in the middle of the street, he said, uh, he started taking me down. She said he started uh, yelling at her and was like, Annie, she said, he he would call me Annie. And he's like, he can't play like that around here. It's not like that. He was yelling at her. And she was telling herself, don't cry, don't cry. And she felt angry and hurt. Eventually, I said, uh, did no one tell you what happened? And at that point, he just kind of shut up and then went behind the camera. And then uh, later on, that uh, ass-slapping thing had happened. And so she said, I can't believe some of the crap that I've survived and done and seen. Uh, Ferris said, uh, sometimes, like with that incident, uh, I'm still of that generation and the mentality of, you know, how to calibrate that element. And on one hand, it wasn't anything uh, whatever, my ass is fine. On the other hand, it was uh, like you know, I did have thirty people around me expecting me to do something, and I didn't do anything. So, I, I've
2: never, so that's sad. That that, and it's sad to hear that. And you know, if that's the uh, the the case in her her memory of that, I've never heard that. I always heard that Ivan Reitman was it was a, a kind of a sweetheart and good
0: stuff. So it's kind of shocking to hear this. Yeah, yeah. Uh This was pretty wild to hear too. Matthew Perry has opened up more about his struggles with uh, alcohol and drug addiction for years. Uh, He didn't, you know, you remember him saying he didn't remember filming multiple seasons of Friends. Yes, yeah. (laughs) He said somewhere between uh, season three and six because he was so out of it at the time. Uh, But despite the fact that he cleaned up and was sober throughout season nine, he would unfortunately go on to relapse several more times. All told, the 53-year-old actor has been in rehab 15 times. Uh, He reveals this in his upcoming memoir, uh, called Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing. His last battle with opioid addiction a few years ago was so serious he almost died from it. So he also has
2: had issues with brain bleeds. You remember at least two of those where he had he was in, in a bad way. Um, yeah, well I, I hope he's good now. I hope so.
0: Yeah, and uh, this this book's going to be. Um, have a lot of interesting yeah, things yeah. in it So when he was 49 he says he suffered From a gastrointestinal Perforation mm-hmm. after his Colon burst from opioid overuse As a result he spent Five months hospitalized including two weeks When he was in a coma Whoa. And was forced to use a colostomy bag for nine Months so he had that oh. he had that Hanging out of his gut for yeah. nine Months Ugh. And this was, so this is when he was 49. He's only 53. It was just a handful of years he look, ago. He looks yeah. much older. So the, he said, the doctor told my family that I had a 2% chance to live. Jeez. I was put on this thing called an ECMO machine, which uh, does all the breathing for your, your heart and your lungs. And that's called the Hail Mary. Like, no one surs, uh, survives that. But and he, this device is called the Tecmo? What was e- it? ECMO. Oh, oh. E-C-M-O. Okay. Uh, ECMO Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Uh huh. No, but um, he did survive. In fact, he discloses that he was one of five people put on an ECMO machine that night, and the only one to live. Wow. And now Jesus. He, he wants to share his story in hopes that he might help others that are struggling. So he said. So the big question is why? Why was I the one? There has to be some kind of reason. Oh, I I hope this marks a turnaround. While he prefers not to disclose how long he's currently been sober, he does still count each day. He said it's important, but if you lose your sobriety, it doesn't mean that you lose all the time in education. He says your sober date changes, but that's all the that changes. You know everything you know knew before as long as you were able to fight your way back without dying. You learn a lot. And it seems as though sobriety is going to stick this time as Perry says that He has a couple of stark reminders to keep him from using again, including the ever-present scars from his stomach surgeries or the looming threat of needing to permanently use a colostomy bag. He had 14 surgeries on his stomach so far.
6: Yeah, so here's the deal. That's uh, uh, ultimately what took my father was a uh, a perforation in his abdomen. Right. And, uh, and, you know, unfortunately, you know, we were left with the decision on... Whether or not to explore, because they didn't know where it was. Right, right. And then ultimately, like he had already had cancer, and he didn't have much time anyway. Jesus. And so the the surgery, the exploratory surgery, would have taken. They told us nine months to uh, recover from that. And, you know, it was just it was just no way to go. Like it's just no joke. Because if he had a perforation,
0: that's fine. They don't know where it is. Where it's coming right, from? Yeah. yeah. Right, and there's a lot of material to go through mm-hmm. to find that.
2: You talk about all the times she has been through uh, rehab there, President Tom Felton, who we just talked to. Um, he actually, when he was first considering going into it, um, his agent kind of um, gave him the come to Jesus speech. He said, listen, I've been an agent in this town for this many years. Uh, I've gone to about 12 interventions. Uh, half the people that I attended their interventions are now dead. It Black. sucks. I mean so, the, the, you know, the,
6: the statistics are staggering, Yeah. You know, especially for, for opioid dependents and, and people who have uh, been addicted to opiates, especially when you graduate to the injectables right, and all right. that stuff. It's I mean it's tough. It, yeah. And you hear the stats and you want to go, oh, it's not going to be me, man. I'm going to be one of the one of the survi- in- Well somebody's
0: filling up those slots. Somebody yeah. is. By the way, his impetus to stop taking drugs, he said my therapist said uh, the next time you think about taking oxycontin Uh, Just think about having a colostomy bag for the rest of your life. He said, and a little window open, and I crawled through it, and I no longer want OxyContin anymore. That's awesome. So hopefully he'll be able to stick with that. All right. (laughs) Is Olivia Wilde's special salad dressing recipe really Nora Ephron's? The Don't Worry Darling director appeared to lean into her ex-nanny story by providing an excerpt from Efron's autobiography, Heartburn, on her Instagram stories on Tuesday. <laughs> so the, the story was that Olivia Wilde
2: left to bring her salad dressing to Harry Styles, mm-hmm. and that was the beginning of the
0: end with her relationship to Jason. So yeah, she was bringing him in a salad, and, and she made this special salad dressing, and Jason <laughs> was worried about that. And this, it's so it's insane. One.
4: The salad dressing is from the, a book about divorce. Oh, it is? Yeah, so this Nora Ephron book is about her divorce from Bernstein.
0: Okay, so according to the text, the dressing is made by combining two tablespoons of Grey Poupon, a mustard with two tablespoons of good red wine vinegar. While whisking with a fork, you add six tablespoons of olive oil until the vinaigrette is creamy. Kink. That's a standard, um, yeah. yeah. standard made-at-home salad I've got dressing. to bring this to Harry. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I don't, that's why I don't think it's the special one. Nope. I think this is just a standard vinaigrette.
4: Wait, but she posted a picture of the page from the book. Yeah. Yes. The so, book, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I think there's probably a joke between her and Jason Sudeikis that she was probably like, oh, this is the divorce salad dressing. So when she went over to make it for him, that was him saying, oh crap, this is the divorce dressing.
0: Um, I'm not following what you're saying, okay. but Okay. Uh, Efron continued, word is, it's good for greens like arugula, watercress, and endive. Uh, Wild and Jason Sudeikis' former Natty recently told the Daily Mail that, uh, he had thrown himself under the back of Wilde's car because he was distraught over preparing a salad with their special dressing for Harry Styles.
2: I don't care how distraught I am with somebody, I will not use my own body to block the yes.
6: motion of a no. car. Well, you might
0: catch uh, them uh, when their emotions uh, are high. Yeah, on and the off chance epit.
6: that they're really oh. into salad that night. Oh. Yeah, he might have been drunk. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, the Daily Mail has like uncovered a ton of text between Jason and the nanny... And Na- the
2: CEO of Saladworks.
6: And not the CEO of... Well, I don't know who was... Yeah. Uh, but I know it was Jason and the nanny. And Fran Drescher. The, well, not her either. No, their actual nanny. Uh, oh. But apparently he was confiding in her all sorts of stuff and i was like they've got to have like some sort of nda but i guess the daily mail said we'll pay out your nda and it's also the, and, and a the, whole yeah. bunch of, yeah cuz
2: the daily mail's all over this i don't know i, I, yeah. I don't know. It, also- it seems so stupid yeah. they they, they so they they're, they're divorced or they're getting that's all done the nanny's you know blabbing yeah. and and it's salad dressing it's one of the dumbest stories i've ever heard
4: <laughs> they're also denying the like lay behind the car thing now
0: Oh, oh they're, yeah, yeah, they're so denying they're all this out, stuff. Yeah, 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 they're calling
4: yeah. out the nanny that she's lying.
0: Uh, by the way, they're calling in, though, the super nanny. Joe Frost has weighed in on this. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear what she yes, has? please. please. Yeah. Here we
7: go. I'm outraged and I'm disappointed when you hire a nanny. You hire the importance of their service, their expertise, their dedication, and their integrity. It's not okay.
2: Right, so I agree with you. A thousand percent. Talk, yeah. Right. You are there. You are under the employ of these people. And it is your obligation, whether you signed an, uh, an NDA
0: uh, or not, mm-hmm. to keep that stuff to yourself. Yep. And she goes on. to her mouth. Nanny. Uh, talking about needing uh, house staff support.
7: This nanny needs to mind her own business to learn the importance of boundaries. Divorce, separation it is emotionally very tough on the entire family. It's one where we must address with sensitivity.
0: By the way, I love her. I love Jill Frost. She's yeah. adorable. And what she's basically saying is...
7: Shut the f*** <laughs> up! Yeah, exactly. In exactly. other words...
0: Yep. All right, Um, some other stories to get to. Uh, so would you pay nearly $100 for an eye cream from Jared Leto? Page Six reports the Joker star is set to launch 29 Palms, a range of gender-neutral products and for uh, skin, hair, and body, uh, coming out on the 25th.
2: I think the laughable notion that anything
0: that he uses to yeah. look better would work on me. Yeah. Uh, fans can expect to pay anywhere from $39 for cleanser to $97 for eye cream. No! Uh, this story is sweet. Uh uh, Ga Hui Kwan, that's how you uh, pronounce his name, who played short round. He's great. Uh, from the Indiana Jones and in the Temple of Doom on Wednesday uh, was in a uh, was interviewed by the New York Times. And he shared an excerpt of an interview that he conducted that this interviewer did with uh, Ga. He said about a sweet moment shared with um, him and Harrison Ford at the D23 Expo. So in September, Quan got uh, lots of Internet love for pictures showing his reunion with Ford. Uh, He had captioned the photo, uh, I love you, Indy. Uh, Indiana Jones and Short Round reunited after 38 years. And now he's explaining the special moment, how that came to be. He said, we were at the D23 event, and I was told Harrison was going to be there. Uh, We were in this green room with so many actors, producers, and directors. And the person who was assigned to assist me said, Harrison Ford is right outside the green room. Would you like to go and say hi? And I'm thinking, well, of course. I haven't seen him in 38 years. It's got to be crazy. He said, so when I walk out and I see him about 15 feet away, he was talking to Phoebe Waller Bridge, and they're there to promote Indy 5. And as I walk close, my heart is pounding, and I'm thinking, is he going to recognize me? I mean, the last time he saw me, I was a little kid. Uh, Quan needn't have worried. He said, as I got closer... He turns, and he points his finger at me, huh. and he has, he has this classic, famous, grumpy Harrison Ford <laughs> look. And he said, I'll go, oh, my gosh, he probably thinks I'm a fan, and he's going to tell me not to come near him. But he looks at me and points at me, and he says, are you short Round? Oh, <laughs> oh and immediately, I was transported back to 1984 when I was a little kid, and I said, and he said to him, yes, Indy. He called oh. him Indy. Oh and he said, Come here, and he gave him a big hug. So it, during this oh. thing, remember there, were,
2: there were reports on it that, uh, and we had audio when he was talking. Uh, Harrison Ford actually got emotional bidding goodbye to that character. Oh. But um, that's
0: awesome. Uh, his reunion with Ford may remain one of the highlights of this already banner year for him he said leave me alone (laughs) you know what you did you know what you did on that set Uh, he said I'll never forgive you Uh, when I wrapped my arms around him all those wonderful memories I had on the set came flooding back it felt so comfortable it was amazing and he's an amazing man one of the most generous men on the planet that
2: would have been a cool movie people are divided on Temple of Doom I happen to love it but um, the, the, the sets, those practical sets of the, the cave system and all that stuff, had to be really
0: cool if you were a kid. Yep, I thought that was a super, super sweet It's story. awesome. I love that. Um, Alright, this is pretty fun as well. Uh, we may know him best for his uh, voracious appetite for cookies, but it turns out the Cookie Monster isn't actually his real name. Oh, what? The Sesame Street star who has been on our screen since 1969 has long gone by a moniker linked to his favorite food, but a tweet (laughs) sharing his actual name has sparked a massive social media reaction. By the way, he's a great follow on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Taking some time from devouring uh, chocolate chip cookies to hop online, the Muppet had posted on Twitter writing... Did you know, me name is Sid, but Wait. me still like to be called Cookie Monster.
6: Hang on, we have Cookie Monster Sid song.
0: Okay, oh. so from the, okay, so the revelation, and I'll explain the revelation that uh, the fuzzy blue puppet has an actual human name has clearly been a sweet treat for people. With the post picking up more than forty thousand likes and thousands of comments. Uh, Plenty of memes were shared in reaction to the post with commenters ranging from what I never knew and I did not know this. Sid is a cool name. Uh, to others, so uh, although Sid has revealed his name before in a song in 2004, oh, that's where that, it comes from. Then, and later in an interview in 2017, it clearly has gone under the radar, considering the reaction. So we have that song, yeah, all from right. years ago. Here yeah. we go. The first time we eat cookie when
2: me was very uh, small, We <laughs> had never ever tasted cookie at all. We was just a mild mannered little kid. In
6: fact, back then you think me name was Sid. Yeah, yeah. Then my mommy gave me
2: something very new. She told me this is cookie and me baked it just for you. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> great. It's <That's laughs>
9: awesome.
2: <laughs> uh, so, um, and the song was 2014, you said? Uh, 2004. 2004. Yeah, because yeah. I know Stefalopakis' original name was Harvey Weinstein. Whoa. Oh, yeah. oh. Wow. and they they yeah. they good call. They didn't know it at that time, <laughs> but they thought it just didn't make sense.
0: Yeah, so it uh, kind of took the internet by storm. Uh, let's see here. Jonah Hill is taking a swing at his sportiest role yet by playing legendary golfer. John Daly does this no so
2: it, you obviously this is your sport um yeah. does that make sense to you in casting
0: uh maybe yeah um I, it's funny I don't does there need to be a John Daly movie <laughs> I don't think so
3: but okay <laughs> i th- well, I don't know um it's an interesting story. He, I
6: mean. Yeah, he has a very colored sort of past. Big time. Oh, yeah. with
3: the alcoholism. And, Big uh, time, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and the John Daly drink is an Ar- Arnold Palmer with vodka in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, you yep. know, there's, there's stories to be yeah, told Yeah, there. there's
0: stuff there. Uh, so the two-time Oscar nominee will produce and star in a movie covering the excesses, scandals, and athletic achievements of Daly throughout his career. Who's who's directing this thing? This if this is like an Adam McKay movie, I'm I'm all on board. You know what? It um, I don't think it indicates in this story. Case uh, His yet to be titled John Daly movie will be here. You go directed by Anthony Morris, who had uh, directed Hotel Mumbai. So I didn't see Hotel no, Mumbai, I'm so I'm not sure care, about no. that. Uh, but uh, yeah, as far as uh, him being able to pull off the role, yes, yeah, Steve. All right. I think okay. it could be a good John Daly. Uh, Daly, the beer-chugging, roly-poly athlete known for the as the bad boy of golf, has been part of the PGA Tour since his debut in 1991. In his 31 years of being on tour, Daly has five career wins, including the PGA Championship, the Open Championship, and he finished third at the Masters in 1993. Uh, in 2004, he was named the PGA Tour's Comeback Player of the Year, uh, rocketing up the world golf rankings. As intriguing as the news of Hill playing Daly, maybe, though, it could be overshadowed by another high-profile biopic, starring the super bad actor. He's also set to play... Uh, Jerry Garcia. Yeah. That's, I think, that's very appropriate casting in the upcoming Apple TV Plus biopic helmed by Martin Scorsese, who, of course, directed him in The Wolf of Wall Street. Is so. he
2: still on board to play former First Lady Pat Nixon? <laughs> I think that is in okay, the because that's um, right now. That again is going to be another stretch. That's incredible I think. range. Though, that, that is range, though. Yeah. You can't. You got to give him credit for that.
0: And then one <laughs> more story. Uh, let's see. Variety reports that Natalie Morales is joining. Season 3 of The Morning Show. Uh, she will oh. recur as Kate Danton, Stella's best friend from Stanford. So uh, she's been added to that cast. All right. Um, clips. Let's do it. Best friend Sophie and Agatha find their bond put, the, uh, put to the test when they are whisked away to a magical school for future fairy tale heroes and villains in the school for good and evil. Here, creator, creator, uh, Salman uh, uh-huh. uh talks about uh, yeah, Chinnani. It says here uh, talks about his background in fairy tales. Here we go.
8: I grew up a Disney baby, you know, so I knew all those stories by heart. But then I went to college and ended up sort of by chance in this fairy tales class. And I thought we were going to learn the Disney versions because I thought Disney invented all these stories. You learn the original stories, and you're like, these stories are so. Rich and dangerous and provocative, and the evil guy wins half the time. And the good guy, and there's there's an edge to it.
0: Shut the f- up. Huh? We're looking at clips. It looks pretty cool visually. It looks pretty awesome. Yeah. So. If you
2: if you take a lot of the foundational stories that ended up becoming beloved Disney stories, yeah. you'll find out they're really much darker.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of those uh, fairy tales have uh, some pretty nasty details to them. Uh, School for Good and Evil is available for streaming on Netflix now. Here's our next clip. The Peripheral. Uh, In this, a woman discovers a secret connection to an alternate reality as well as a dark future of her own. Mm. Uh, In this clip, star Chloe Grace Moretz speaks highly of the show's costumer.
7: One of the things that she really fed into in the book um, and really brought to the show is that everyone can fabricate their
3: own outfits in the future. You can literally create anything in 3D print and just completely create your wardrobe.
6: So there's a lot of mixtures of different eras and textures and it's very interesting.
2: I had three times, <laughs> 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 right. so they can accommodate that in the future. Yeah, yeah. you if need to make your own clothing that, that yeah. will
0: hold three balls. Uh, yeah. yeah, do you have yeah. any slacks that would accommodate a third nut? Uh, the Peripheral Season One will be released on Prime Video tomorrow. By the way, <laughs> if you'd like to see that. All right, there you go. It's your entertainment report. All right, we're going to take a break because we got a lot to get to today. Uh, Ari Shafir is going to be performing at Helium Comedy Club. Is going to be stopping by this morning. Our buddy John Brazier of the Phils getting us ready for game three tomorrow back here in philadelphia oh boy so it's a good thing to have john by because he usually win after we talk to john uh, and also you loot don't forget your opportunity to win a thousand dollars coming up twice alone in the morning show today uh, i would like to give away though as we take a break call number 14 a case of headhunter ipa from fathead 215-263-wmmr Available in both 6-packs and 12-packs, and you can also enjoy it as part of Fathead's new IPA variety 12-pack. Pick up some of your nearest Acme or craft beer retailer. We'll be
8: right back.
7: Cue the jingle. Fall activities. There it is. It's Kathy Romano, and I've revealed my 2022 Kathy's Fall Activities list. Ten brand new ideas to get you into sweater weather mood. Find the list, which includes helpful tips and coupon codes for all you fall activity fanatics. posted now on PrestonAndSteve.com.
0: I have a few things to tell you guys about, so I think it's time for the stream of consciousness. Oh, oh. I love the stream of consciousness nerd. uh, It's seemingly unrelated items rattled off. In a stream-of-consciousness type of uh, delivery.
2: Yeah, and I find it much more entertaining when it's wrapped in a fictitious sort of bubble.
0: Yeah. By the way, have you ever let your mind wander in a stream-of-consciousness yes, and, yeah. s- and just seen where it goes? Yeah. It's yeah. bizarre, Do you
2: man. know where I, I had it happen uh, in the sensory, dep- in the soul? Yeah. Float? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 In those uh, yeah young, sensory right? deprivation, yeah. and I was at a Halcyon facility, the one in Roxborough, and uh, it's pretty wild. Uh, yeah, uh,
6: it's kind of like how I um, and I, you know I, I don't go to mass a lot, but uh, but uh, when you do, but when I do and, and when I pray, it's kind of how I pray. Uh, I, I I I kneel and I just kind of go and I start with like my in, initial family and then. Whoever enters my mind is who I'm flying
2: for. squirrels?
6: No, it's not like that, but it's it's almost like there's a line of people really? in my subconscious and and like uh, I'll just be praying, and and then next and then uh, for some reason like uh, JoJo, our friend JoJo, will go. Oh. I'm like oh I guess I'm praying for JoJo now, and then oh, oh, Jackie Bam Bam just stepped up. You know it, it's weird, I'm isn't Colonel it? Holland Sanders. <laughs> it, what it, are you doing here?
0: Pray for Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs>
6: but it will happen like that. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah.
0: Please take care of Colonel Sanders <laughs> and his eleven his, his, his recipe of eleven <laughs> <laughs> herbs <laughs> and spices. <laughs> And then stream of consciousness, though, would lead you down, I wonder what all spices are in That's what it is. And And then those spices, how do they make spices? You know, and blah, blah,
2: blah, blah, blah. You actually have a Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, It's just stuff that indiscriminately comes to you, Uh which is what this segment is about. Look, we just burned up a few minutes. There you (laughs) go, right there.
0: All right, so uh, I thought this was kind of interesting. Uh, A new study suggests that Neanderthals formed small, tight-knit communities where females may have traveled to move in with their mates. Oh, do you still have my garden shears?
1: (laughs) I don't know where the hell I put them. (laughs) And I'm trying to keep the pterodactyls from attacking me.
0: What was... There was a Daily Rush video of us, Steve. uh, Of us just, like, hooting and acting like Neanderthals. Oh, I think I remember. What was it? Uh, I think it was, like, when we... uh, The time that we were in in the company of Kate Beckinsale. Oh, yeah. You
2: just just turn into... (laughs) Like literally standing behind her picking bugs out of her hair. <laughs> yeah. There was nothing that we could draw that was any sort of linear line between Kate Beckinsale and us. Mm-hmm. That we, we couldn't identify the species. There yep. seemed to be no, no uniformity to that.
0: Uh, the research used genetic sleuthing to offer a rare snapshot of Neanderthal family dynamics, including a father and his teenage daughter who lived together in Siberia more than 50,000 years ago. Aww, I want to go to the cave! Uh, researchers were able to pull DNA out of tiny out of tiny bone fragments found in two Russian caves. Yeah. In their study, published Wednesday in the Journal of Nature, uh, they used the genetic data uh, to... data. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Date <laughs> To map out re- talk re- relationships between 13 different Neanderthals and get clues from how they live. So now when they find, when they come across this stuff, they can do these... Uh, these DNA uh, um, uh, studies well, you, and find out a little bit more about them. Do you know that well, that's in resulted
2: in actually a, a, a sort of an overall readjusting of the way we perceive the Neanderthal? Mm-hmm. And as and, and like you said, these
0: family units and, and many of them had very elaborate stock portfolios. Uh, Steve, <laughs> and if you're on 23andMe, it might say you know, <laughs> 1500th cousin removed, Gorg. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. Take it all the way back. Yeah. Uh, our ancient cousins, the Neanderthals, lived across Europe and Asia for hundreds of thousands of years. They died out around 40,000 years ago, shortly after our species, the Homo sapiens, arrived in Europe from Africa. I wonder, so they've they've hypothesized
2: when, um, if there was any point, and the, the, the common thinking is that there was not, yeah. but where there was a potential crossover, yeah. you know, uh, but... Uh, I, I don't know. It it seems unlikely if you're talking evolution.
6: Yeah. So I was um trying to and, and follow me here. I was trying to explain like relativity to uh my Colonel Harlan Sanders. Colonel Harlan Sanders the other day. No, to my daughter the other day. Uh it actually might have been my son, but regardless, it was like in relativity and in, in, in um uh relative to time right. and size. And now with this uh story, I'm thinking about relativity in terms of attraction because we can never find, right now, like you don't look at a, and a Neanderthal and go, yeah, i
2: ta- <laughs> yeah, I, I, I tap that. I, that's not true. I was in the mall and one, one, was, one was coming out of Sephora. Oh, my God. I forgot the mascara.
0: <laughs> 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 i tapped that. Yeah. i tapped uh, that big bony ass. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What's, what's your point you're trying to make, uh, Casey? Oh, wait. Yeah. Here, here, here. Oh, is it? Oh.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're going to be my regular... Jurassic thing. <laughs>
9: You're
0: going to be my regular bronze age thing.
2: So your your point is that evol- uh, on
6: evolutionarily uh, speaking as far as uh, you know and relatively speaking uh there was a part of me that like what, you know we come from the Anderthralls.
0: I want to find the ne- you know like we're here L- for a let's reason. Go, let's go back to the Jason Sudeikis salad thing. Yeah, Are you... What do you try... Boil it down
3: to it. Well, we don't come from Neanderthals. No, we, we don't. don't.
6: We come from... Homo
0: sapiens. Homo, right. So we're oh, different...
3: We're to- yeah, we're oh. different species. Well, then never mind. So what, you probably... I corrected. Wouldn't want to have sex with a Neanderthal. Why yeah. don't
2: I want to bang a chihuahua? Well,
3: then let's get to cavemen. I just said that. I said they
0: died out after around 40,000 years ago. Shortly after our species, the Homo sapiens arrived in Europe from Africa.
2: Hi, okay. how you the doing? Difference. We're the newest... Species, yes. <laughs> You guys did a great job, a bang-up job, <laughs> yeah. but uh, your time is gone. All right, well We're going to be less likely to eat our own poop.
3: I mean, in theory, I guess you could go slumming for it, you know, yeah. like if, if you're at a bar one night and you're like, you're going to go for a subspecies, <laughs> Dude, look. Tap, tap Neanderthal. Yeah, look at that Neanderthal yeah. at the, the bar. <laughs> I bet she's easy.
2: Your junk smells like Neanderthal. <laughs>
3: All right, well, apply my theory to early Homo sapiens. Humans. Then. Yeah. That you would not find attractive because of evolution. Yeah. Yeah, all right, I got you. Yeah, Mm. but back in the day... (laughs) Yeah, back then you would want it. Nowadays, probably not. Mm. All right. Thank you. So... (laughs)
0: Got yeah, to the heart yeah. of that issue.
3: So anyhow, scientists
0: have sequenced 18th Neanderthal genomes. Uh, it's rare to find There's bones. There's pet zones and genomes. There's, uh, it's rare to find uh, bones from multiple Neanderthals from the same time and place. I wonder where that is. One of the authors said if there was ever a chance to find a Neanderthal community, this would be it. The caves have been a rich source of materials from stone tools to fossil fragments with the prime view of... Migrating herds in the valley below, researchers think the caves might have served as short-term hunting uh, a hunting stop for the Neanderthals. This is in Siberia. Uh, archaeologists excavating the caves have found remains from at least a dozen different Neanderthals. These remains usually come in small bits and pieces, a finger bone here, a tooth there. Uh, but they're enough for scientists to exact valuable DNA details. Uh, extract, I'm sorry. Uh, the researchers were able to identify a couple of relatives among the group. Along with the father and daughter, there was a pair of other relatives, maybe a boy and his aunt or a couple of cousins. Uh, overall, the analysis found that everyone in the group had a lot of DNA in common, and that suggested at least in this area, Neanderthals live in very small communities of 10 to 20 individuals. That's pretty wild. But not everybody in the group would stay put. Researchers, look, this is the interesting part. They looked at other genetic clues from mitochondrial DNA, which is passed down on the mother's side, and the Y chromosome, which is passed down on the father's side. The female side showed more genetic differences than the male side, which means females may have moved around more. And it's possible that when a when (laughs) The... (laughs)
1: Uh, when a yeah, fe- uh, we'll do a little swapping tonight.
0: A female Neanderthal found a mate. She would leave home to live with his family.
1: There we go. So,
0: so she would leave the, the group. The mate would depart from the family to go yeah. live with someone else. Yeah. Like, like Olivia Wilde. Which is a big deal. Yeah. Uh, figuring out how early humans lived is like putting together a puzzle, the author said, where we have many, many missing pieces, but this study means that somebody's dumped a bunch more pieces on the table.
2: Uh, so th- there have been a tremendous amount of adjustments to the perceptions of Neanderthal. The fact that they lived in communities like this, yeah. that would be one of them. We always kind of heard that they were um, loners.
3: And you gotta figure that, like, there's no agriculture, right? So they're yeah. just and hunting don't and buy all their stuff. right? <laughs> right.
9: Yeah, yeah. I mean, There were not yeah, many yeah,
3: you have avocados.
9: <laughs>
2: uh, hopefully one day they'll be a, a point in time where they will just hand them out for free.
9: <laughs>
2: <laughs> a Neanderthal can dream. Uh, no, but you know what? As much as we believe, so this is all supposition, mm-hmm. so based on what they believe the indicators are, but we, we really, we can only know so much Yeah, you so can much only, of it is guessing.
0: Yeah, you can only take the clues and, and, and make, uh, you know, uh, deductions from that. We know there's then, nothing before 5,000 years ago. Right, there yeah. was nothing before 5,000 right. years ago. Uh, no, but anyway, I thought that was kind of interesting. Oh. So they, that they found these uh, that these groups lived in like uh, groups of ten to twenty, and uh, had some type of primitive version of a square dance. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. All,
2: All right. right. Uh, uh, remember, you... the, there was what was the one where they got completely wrong? They actually had the the bone fragments of um, two or three different uh, creatures in proximity, and the uh, the paper everything was done and released in this.
0: They thought it was one. They thought it was the same wrong. thing. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, I don't remember yeah. that. That's interesting. All right, uh, let's see. Stream of consciousness, sir. Well, it was uh, apparently Rambo Mania in the town of Hope, British Columbia, as stars from the film, their family members and fans gathered to celebrate the 40th anniversary of one of the most iconic action movies of all time last weekend. Uh, The District of Hope, which is a town with a population of less than 7,000, situated uh, amid the Cascade Mountains around two hours east of Vancouver, doubled as the fictional town of Hope in Washington State for the 1982 movie. Uh, filming for the Sylvester Stallone classic began all the way back in November 1981 and lasted until the following April. I didn't realize they shot that in Canada. I didn't know that either. Yeah. It is beautiful. It's when, gorgeous. When, uh, they, uh, like... The, uh, like it. The scene towards the end where they're they're you know the helicopter is out chasing him it is just a you know the 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 cliffs and all that stuff is
3: gorgeous. Yeah. I want with day one. Poutine. <laughs> <laughs> you got to figure Rambo has a little Neanderthal blood in him, right? Absolutely, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh
2: boy, absolutely. Sometimes I play with my own spore.
0: He would eat things and make a billy goat puke.
2: Uh, yeah, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing is, is that the Rambo in First Blood is is um different. You know, a lot then Rambo than the second movie. Yes, uh, on some level, he's just a regular. G- well, he's a regular guy, obviously, but um, yeah, it's it's a different well, kind of character.
0: Yeah, and he when when he arrives in that town, he's going to to meet a, a friend from the war. Where are your museums? And he's apparently dead, and then he catches you know, and that is he's distraught by that because that that's the last one of his group that it, had died, and apparently he died like of age or yes, poison yeah. or something like that. And then Brian Dennehy's character starts coming down on him. It just puts him into this shutdown, almost uh, mechanic like, mo- mechanical like mode, mechanism mode. You know,
2: to, to Stallone's credit, what they did is when they had the movie for uh, the script for First Blood, he, he said this this isn't going to work. He, um, there was apparently it was like a voiceover narration
9: oh,
7: in the
2: original really? script, and he eliminated tons of lines from believe, the movie. That's a good. Basically, that's a good call. Yeah,
0: to keep him sort of this enigmatic. Feral
2: creature, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I I agree. Uh, I it, I think it's a great movie. I it's think been, it's solid. It's been yeah. a long time since I've seen it. It's got a couple of po- moments that are like, all right, that's I can't it. yeah.
9: yeah. Oh,
2: but, but he levels that town,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: uh <laughs> There is, a, by the
6: way, because uh, I watched it recently. Uh, at the end, of, I love it. Um, <laughs> but this movie, this song. Has words to it. Did you guys know that? Yeah. At the end does. of the movie, there's yeah. like a lyrics to this. No. Okay.
0: Uh, we need to find that if yeah. that is indeed the case. It's Body not. fighty bags, you're gonna need them. <laughs> bags, you're gonna want them. Uh, it's not Stallone singing, is it? No. Because he has he has sang. My name is Luca. He's. <laughs> <laughs> he has sang end credit songs before. Oh, he sang the theme song
2: to Paradise Alley. Was
0: that it? Which uh-huh. is
2: horrible. Uh, We might have it in the system, but that's when he entertained the notion of being a singer. I Um. think the song, from what I remember... I will fix you? No, there's a long
0: road. Is that what it it, goes? yeah.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, so that's what stands out to you. Yeah, yeah.
2: You're in the long road, road, and I'm walking it right now.
0: You're walking on sunshine.
2: I'm walking on
0: sunshine. <laughs> Katrina
2: and the Rambo's.
0: <laughs> He's got a fifty caliber slung <laughs> on his shoulder as he sees.
2: I'm walking on. Sun...
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's sashaying down the road with his fifty cal hanging on his shoulder. <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry, it just happens. Uh, So, uh, Brian Dennehy's grandson, William Lancaster. Uh, Brian Dennehy's grandson, William Lancaster, uh, who flew up from Los Angeles with his family for event, said, uh, we felt this was uh, just too good an opportunity to pass up. There was something so moving, endearing, and sincere, and also wacky and crazy about it that we were like, let's go do it. It's wonderful. But if you look at the pictures, a lot of people who are participating,
2: they're dressed as Rambo from the second or third film. Yeah. And they're not just as Rambo from,
0: uh, from First, First Blood. Blood. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Not to purist... be
2: picky about it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, Denny, he passed away in April 2020 at the age of 81. His daughters, Elizabeth and Kathleen, were also present. So it was nice for them. That is family. nice. Uh, in total, around 3,000 people showed up for the anniversary celebrations. Uh, it was always unlikely that Stallone himself would show up for the event. It's going to be free
2: face painting for
0: the kids. Uh, former, uh, let's see here. Pony ride. They had... Funnel cakes. During the celebrations, uh Hope Balloons. Mayor Peter Robb. Christened a street in the town after the movie, calling it Rambo Lane. Oh wow.
6: Rambo Lane.
0: The street yeah. is where the climax is. Is that Penny Lane? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Rambo Lane, the Barbie shaves
2: another customer. Shave him down. I blow up his building from below.
0: Remember when they wouldn't let him shave him yeah. In, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. in uh in right. blood? Uh, he's a big boy. Rambo shaves another customer. He cuts his head off with the big hunting knife. <laughs> At Rambo's, the barbershop, they only use a huge <laughs> knife to shave everyone. This will take care of those nose hairs just fine. <laughs> they even cut your hair with it. What do you want? <laughs> uh, so
2: the... Uh, <laughs> you know, that wouldn't go back so fast if I cut your scalp off.
1: Uh <laughs>
0: Yeah, you're not going to be coming yeah. back for years. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: When you get a haircut here, it stays cut.
0: The street is where the climax of the movie occurred, in your which Noddy in which Rambo shoots his gun across the street at a local bank. And um, another highlight saw a tank drive over a car, smashing and flattening it. The town seemed like a like a logging town in the movies. What, what do they say? What the primary industry of that town is? No. They okay. Uh, but other highlights included uh, Rambo paintball. And Rambo Karaoke Oh, wow As well So he would have uh, sang a song I would imagine Got up on the mic and. Sang. First
2: I was afraid yeah. I was petrified
9: First I was afraid I was
0: petrified Rambo Karaoke I'm
2: wondering if I could get out of this town With my life
0: uh, He also spoke about the demographic demographics Of the visitors uh, This is the, the mayor uh, Saying that they range in age From 5 to 95 years of age And he said, and that's, it's not just primarily the 34-year-old testosterone-fueled steroid gym monkey male. That's what he said. (laughs) What? Okay. What the hell? Um, There are a lot of females of all ages here. Uh, Fans are, uh, tons of fans of this franchise. Do you
2: think Rambo has um, survived generationally? Um, I I think it's more of a time where Rocky... Yes. Maybe has. I agree with Robbie you. Robbie has more legs. I agree. Yep. He's
4: got legs. He's got legs. <laughs> yeah. They offer a uh, self-guided walking tour of the Rambo movie. Okay. I
9: might so do that.
4: Visit spots where uh sheriff picks up Rambo on Water Avenue. Okay. And where he flees the police.
2: Do they still do, they still do the... Um, for a while, there was a group that was doing a... Um, a movie tour, similarly to this, in Philadelphia. In Philadelphia, uh, hitting
0: all the different films? right, right. I, I think so. Uh, you I love stuff like that. Probably check yeah. tours by locals. Most cities have <laughs> if yeah. there's been movies like in Chicago when we went there for the Hall of Fame. I looked into a Ferris Bueller tour, right, John Hughes. Yeah, so you can find when when there's been multiple movies shot in the city. Usually there's a tour that you can you can find via oh, uh, yeah. tours by locals. Hey, here is the Rambo song. All right. with the lyrics. Here we go. Is the end of
5: First Blood?
1: Yep. Okay. I
0: take this music. It's
9: a long road. Yeah. When you're on your
0: own. Who who does this to me now?
9: And it
2: hurts. Generic
0: end of credits, 1980s singer. Oh, this is so
2: stereotypical. Uh Brings you down, man.
0: They break your heart. They break your heart.
9: It's a real war
6: But at right least they didn't. La 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 la. At least well, they, least didn't, they didn't like uh, turn like the, the whole plot of the movie into a song. <laughs> Sometimes they do that. Yeah,
2: right? so I hate it. Sh- Can't do this town. <laughs> Sheriff was
0: mean. Tried to cut my hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did not like that. All right. Stream of consciousness. Oh, now. yeah. Yeah, the Rambo thing happened. We're moving on. You're better than that. A Colombian professional football player flashed his male member in the middle of a match to distract the opposition from kicking a goal. Is that a um, viable tactic? Uh, no, I don't think okay. so. Uh, Santa Fe defender, uh, Gison Pereira... Uh, went viral for his attempt to defend a free kick from a uh, Jaguars de Cordoba player during the Colombian First Division match on Monday. Huh. So the Union have a game. Uh huh. <laughs> well, hang on. In did the playoffs, it, did it work? Uh, you know what? It didn't say in the story whether it whether it uh, did he get carded, kept uh-huh. him from scoring or not, or whether he yeah received a penalty. I, I don't know. Uh, but that is an interesting tactic. Somet- on... Uh, trying to distract someone.
2: Sometimes, you know, it'll it'll occur. You'll watch a football game or something, and they'll pull out this tactic that you sure has to be against the rules, and
0: it's not accommodated in the rules. Uh, We're looking at a picture. That's the guy on the left. Pulling this, pay- pulling this Johnson out. Okay. Yeah, and there was a dude
3: at the Phillies game last night uh, behind home plate, and this was in the later innings. But he kept lifting his shirt up and smacking his belly, oh. trying to get to dis- you know distract the Phillies pitchers. You yeah. know what?
0: Watching the games, and and now that w- once you get to postseason, things heighten the yeah. the, a- the activity. The uh, yeah. of-, of the crowd starts to really become as opposed to just sitting and be passively right. watching. Yeah. Um. So I'm watching closer behind home plate to see what's going on there. And uh, when you're like uh, the Phillies have the red towels here, right? And when there's two strikes, they start you know swinging those around. And I'm wondering if that visibly, you know, behind the uh, are there the,
2: rules the plate- concerning that? In other words, it c- c- can can a team request if as in the stands there is. Somebody that
0: is going to outlandish. I've seen it before. Inject yeah, a spectator I think specifically behind home plate. Yeah. I've seen people be talked to uh, to stop whatever they're doing. Like if
3: it's egregious or something like that. You know, obviously but, no like no laser pointers or anything. But right. uh, the guy smacking his belly is probably fine. Uh, two nights ago, uh in game one, Bill Walton was sitting behind home plate and I couldn't stop staring at that <laughs> dude's teeth. Oh he, was, like, he had his hee haw teeth pointing out and I was like, What the hell? Yeah. And I kept staring at Bill Walton instead of watching the goddamn game. I but- saw
4: that guy. Wasn't there a girl a few years ago that had that was like a really busty chick? Yeah, was
2: yeah, was that at that was uh,
6: well, Flyers Montana, Game. There was, uh, right? It happens all over the <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, Steve, behind the um, uh free throw lines, they do that all the time. Right. But they always they always wait until after halftime to do it
2: because so in that case, I wonder. It, uh, and you talk about rules that may be on the books that nobody employs. Mm-hmm. Uh, could c- could somebody w-
0: why after halftime complain? Be-
2: no, because
6: that's you know after halftime the the um the teams switch nets uh, right. that they shoot on. So yeah. I guess the they don't have faith in the fans to that they wouldn't be smart enough to not you know wave those rally uh, sticks while our own team is shooting a, a free throw. I, that's what I personally right. think. I mean. Go
4: ahead. Oh, you just reminded me that I forgot to get my free frosty on Monday oh. because the Eagles held the Cowboys to so oh. a scoreless first quarter. Okay, okay,
6: okay. Um, but yeah, so they they have that. But also for for baseball players, Steve, um, if you notice, every like dead center, right, dead center field has to be like. Yep. there can't be anything because it's a distraction for the
0: hitter. So yep, yep. They were, I did notice that. Like they had bleachers in St. Louis at the at the old, the old uh, Bush Stadium, and you couldn't sit there uh-huh. uh, during baseball games yeah. or football games. Yes, you could
3: sit there. There's so. a section in Fenway where uh, in night games fans are allowed to sit, and day games they are not because of, for whatever reason. Where's that section in center field? Oh, okay, so like uh, yeah. to, to the right if you if you're at home plate and to the right of Green Monster, there's uh, a section where uh, day games it's not open and night games it is, or vice versa. But that then, is pretty wild. It's an old stadium. So that's why. But every other stop, every other ballpark has that that eye stop in center field.
0: Okay. Mm. Uh, I thought that was interesting. Uh, I what didn't else? Know that. I'm <laughs> sorry. What was that? I didn't know that. <laughs> All right. So listings for Jeffrey Dahmer costumes on eBay uh, are being pulled this Halloween season. Yeah. Uh, I, I figured eventually they'd get to that. Yeah. The website has put a ban on Dahmer costumes because they violate his policy on violent and violent violence and violent criminals. Uh, a surge of listings for Dahmer-related costumes hit the website in the aftermath of, of the Netflix series Monster, uh, which, of course, stars Evan Peters. By the way, I didn't know this. Monster now trails only Stranger Things 4 as yeah. the streamer's most-watched English-language original Whoa. series. Yep, yeah. yeah. it is I didn't know it was that huge. Yeah. I mean, I've been watching it, and um, I'm not like, you know, can't wait to see more of this. I think it's... It's okay,
2: yeah. And I, I've seen documentaries that I would classify as riveting, and obviously they're using real footage. I agree; it's just okay. I mean, it's I think messed when, up. I mean, without question. Yeah. Once people hear Jeffrey Dahmer, they're so fascinated uh, because I remember how the actual story was unfolding. People could not believe that he was living in a residential building with you know neighbors that close and the stench and all that stuff. And his 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 modus operandi. But that probably that's what's fueling the uh, the the heavy numbers on this.
4: Yeah, and I think it's hitting a generation of people who were not alive when it was happening. Yeah, Yeah. like I barely remember it. Like I just remember it being part of pop culture. I don't remember it happening as it was. Coming out, there the is story. A,
0: there is a scene uh, though that that really grossed me out big time where he drinks blood. Yeah. And oh was, God, yes. Yeah, I was just like, oh my God, that's repulsive. Um, so and that, and that was a slower night for him. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. That was well, he hadn't even killed anyone. Yeah. This was a uh, he was working as a, a phlebotomist.
4: I did read that that story. That scene was dramatized. Okay, that was like one of the few scenes that was like As extra in, dramatized. Like he didn't. That never happened. He didn't cut it open and like pour it all over himself, like okay. they had in the scene.
0: Uh, so anyhow, uh, he just had uh, testicle kebabs.
4: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what do they call? Can you, cow you rotate testicles? those? Yeah.
0: Oh, uh, I don't remember Rocky Mountain oysters. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yes. Uh, one Dahmer-related costume on eBay that was removed directly related to the Netflix series. Uh, as it was a mask of uh, Evan Peters as the character, or as Jeffrey Dahmer. So, they, listen, you remember how popular the O.J. masks
2: were, right? Right after the uh, the, the the murders. Um, and there have been, I've seen John Wayne Gacy masks and stuff. I bet you could probably find them up on eBay. I just think there's a
0: lot of attention on this right now. Um, yeah, yeah, quite possibly. Different. So, all right, anyhow, uh, Kate, do I have time for one more or do I we need a break? Think need a break. Right, I think we need we to break. All right, because we have you, Hulu, coming up. Yeah. All right, so, sorry, stream of consciousness. What? Nerds shutting down right now. <laughs> down. Power down. down. I'm going to miss you. You may fire at will. Disengage <laughs> <Practition> engines. <laughs> Thank you. All right, here's what I'd like to do. We made this announcement yesterday. We had uh, Brian Quinn on cue from Impractical Jokers, and the President Chief Show presents Impractical Jokers a drive, 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 drive tour <laughs> Friday, February 3rd at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion Indoors, and I will take caller number 16. And listen, if you are caller 16, each winner this week qualifies for our grand prize, a pair of meet-and-greet passes, and the once a lifetime opportunity to actually introduce Q, Murr, and Sal to the crowd at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Uh, tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster. Uh, MMR VIPs go to WMMR.com for another chance to win a pair of tickets. But I think I said 16. Is that what I said? Yeah, 215-263-WMMR. Let's get you on. We'll come back in a second. Got some bizarre file stories and your opportunity at $1,000 when we get back. Did you know you could listen to all of WMMR's
5: podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR.
7: Podcasts? Oh yeah, MMR's got them. There's the Fun Size and Bizarre File Editions, along with Preston and Steve Full Show Podcasts, plus the MM Archives Podcast and more. Click Podcasts on WMMR.com.
5: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let's do be fine.
1: No. WMMR presents Desire. Preston and Steve's design.
0: Brought to you this morning by Liberty Safes of New Jersey. Hurry in now for Big Fall Savings. You can visit Liberty Safes of New Jersey in Mount Laurel or Bordentown. You can find them on Facebook or go to Liberty Nj. Dot com. Uh, we'll start with a 12-year-old girl story. She was hospitalized Saturday after being struck by lightning Whoa! while outside her home. Her heart stopped, oh, wow. but her father got to her immediately and performed CPR to resuscitate her. Kevin Foster works with uh, burn and lightning strike patients and said uh, that the girl's father and fire department were instrumental in saving her life. Steve Jorgensen was only fifty feet away from his twelve-year-old daughter Ella when a bolt of lightning struck her as she was playing outside of her grandparents' home. Jorgensen, a Marine Corps veteran serving in Iraq and Afghanistan, used his years of training and performed CPR on his daughter three times, bringing her wow. back to life each time. Isn't that wild? <laughs> so he was the right guy for the for that job. Clearly, yeah. well, anybody who knew CPR, yeah, yeah could have could have done it. But yes, and and it took three opportunities. Uh, She was then taken by paramedics uh, for initial treatment and eventually to Valleywise Health Medical Center for minor burns that she suffered after the Just minor burns? Yeah. According to Foster, since that time, she has recovered very well. She has one small superficial burn, likely a contact area entrance wound. However, she has no acute injuries or burns to worry about. Uh, I needed a skin graft from Hot Toast the other day. Uh, she even told her father that uh, she's excited to tell her friends what happened to her when she goes back to school.
2: Remember the dude we had in here who was hit yeah. by lightning? He yeah. had much more um, scarring down his body, and it was wild looking. He showed it to it us. It was actually pretty cool looking.
0: Yeah, Foster said the main concern with lightning strike victims is the amount of electricity that comes in contact with the body. It often causes burns and cardiac problems, mm. and has enough force to launch the victim, which can result in further injury if the victim survives. He also says that damage to the nervous system is common, but. This this gal is going to be OK. A Lancaster County man has been charged with indecent exposure following an incident at an Ephrata convenience store. These are my testicles. So Jonathan Beck was charged with public drunkenness and, incident, and uh, indecent exposure. So uh, he allegedly removed all his clothing while at a gas pump. And then listen to this. According to police, Beck. Then removed several ice bags from the bagged ice freezer and jumped inside while completely naked. Oh, man. Causing numerous bags of ice to be disposed of. Huh. Was he training for some sort of polar thing? Or... No. He uh, admitted to consuming marijuana oh. and was found in possession of that substance. But Would they... pot just do that? Uh, it's never done it to me, so I don't know. Spend any time in commercial freezers? Man, this is a wild story. A woman is facing assault charges after allegedly unleashing a swarm of bees Uh, on sheriff's deputies uh, as they attempted to enforce an eviction last week. Deputies were met with a cluster of protesters when they arrived at the $1.5 million home to enforce an eviction. Now, Rory Susan Woods allegedly pulled up to the scene in an SUV towing beehives and then began to open the hives to unleash the bees. (laughs) Unleash
2: the bees! Bees in the car! Bees everywhere!
0: Officials said a sheriff's deputy tried to stop her, but as the agitated bees started getting out and circling the area, he pulled back. Uh, she then smashed the lid and flipped the hive off of the flatbed, making the bees extremely aggressive. So I assume they were sting
2: crazy. They yeah.
0: swarmed the area and stung several officers and other innocent bystanders who were nearby. That was one of the officers on the scene. He was just
6: strolling yeah. about. <laughs> 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 oh, <bees! laughs>
0: Woods then donned a professional beekeeper suit and carried a tower of bees near the front door of the home in an attempt to stop the eviction. According to a 2021 op-ed that she had penned for the Daily Hampshire Gazette, Woods is a veteran beekeeper who keeps honeybees. Uh, Sheriff Nick Kochi said Woods' actions put lives in danger as several staff members who were at the scene are allergic to bees. Yeah, so that's obviously a big issue.
2: You'd have to get stung a lot by honeybees to have it uh, really cause damage. But, um, wow,
0: that's that's insane. He said we had one staff member go to the hospital and luckily he was all right or she would be facing manslaughter charges. Uh, Woods was arrested after carrying a beehive close to the home and allegedly trying to agitate the bees further. Do you think you could rob a bank with a beehive? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Woods is charged with four counts of assault and battery by means of dangerous weapon the and three counts of assault by means of a dangerous weapon and disorderly conduct. On the positive
2: side, everyone got a little jar of honey. Oh, uh-huh. hey, how are your bees by the way? Uh, they're doing well. Yeah. They're going into the... I'm, I'm, I don't really know what happens during the winter and no one really, you know, will have to see how they come out the other side. Okay. But I I think they're kind of in a sedentary they're watching a lot of television okay. Okay.
0: a queen's new york man it had set a bangladeshi restaurant on fire in a caught on video arson he told cops he committed because they botched his order of the savory rice dish well, i think legally then it's okay to burn down the establishment uh chafel norbu said i was very drunk i, <laughs> I bought chicken birani and they didn't give me chicken biryani. I was mad, and I threw it out. I like how he led with that. I was very drunk. He said, I bought a gas can, and I threw it at the store to try and burn it out. I and lit- I'm not a beekeeper, so I didn't have that option. He said, I lit it up, and boom, it got on me. <laughs> Allegedly, he scampered away from the scene with his shoes on fire. Uh, Norbu is back on the streets. He had ordered the chicken dish from Itadi Garden and Grill, and he claimed the restaurant gave him the wrong order. Uh, Yana Rahman, a waitress there, said he ordered chicken biryani, and the people here behind the counter, they take his order, and when they bring it to him, he yells, what is this? And they said, your order, chicken biryani," and he throws it in their face. And she said, we don't know why he threw it in their face. It was just crazy. The furious suspect returned to the restaurant the next morning around 6 a.m. with a bucket of gasoline and was caught on surveillance video skulking around outside and then dousing the facade of the business with a flammable substance. Can
2: you imagine that Chicken Briani lived in his head that
0: whole night to the next morning? Video shows the suspect stepping into the gas and bending down to light it on fire before he... And the front of the restaurant are engulfed in a ball of flame. It's like the duck sauce guy you've been reporting. That's what on. I was yeah, thinking. Exact of, yeah. story. The suspect then hurried off with flames on his feet. The fireball shattered the restaurant's glass window and wrecked its air conditioning unit, causing more than $1,500 in damage. Over the next week and a half, a group of uh, detectives uh, teamed up to piece together video surveillance footage and put up wanted posters to track down Norbu and arrest him. Uh, only for the firebug to be sprung from custody within a day of being charged. So he is back out, but well, he is facing charges. I have to admit, I, I kind of now want to try their chicken. Briyani. I know yeah, yeah, if yeah, yeah, if it yeah. leads you to burn the place down. <laughs> so good. You'll want to burn us down. I want chicken biryani. All right. And there you go. That's what I have in the Bizarre <laughs> File for you. All uh, right, you got about five minutes left, and the word for you to enter for MMR's You who Loot is only, O-N-L-Y. So make sure you text that to 45911, or you can enter it through the MMR app or at WMMR.com. So it is only, and we'll see if you win that $1,000. All right, we'll find out shortly. We're going to take a break. Are you Shafir? Yeah. Uh, in, is he in the Acme? Yeah, he is. Yeah, He's in the Acme is. Lounge. We haven't had him here in a while. We're looking forward to talking to him. He's going to be performing at Helium Comedy Club. Hang out. We'll be back in just a moment with him.
7: 233 WMMR proudly supports the 4th Annual Market Street Run for Blue. This Sunday, you can run or walk this 5-mile course down Market Street, starting and ending in Old City, with proceeds benefiting the Philadelphia Police Foundation and awards for top finishers in multiple age groups. Click events at WMMR.com for all the details and to get signed up. It's the Market Street Run for Blue. This Sunday, 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly
0: first. Helium Comedy Club tonight, tomorrow and Saturday. Please welcome back to Philadelphia, Ari Shafir. Yeah, yeah. This oh, thanks,
10: guys. Yeah, how yeah. you doing, man? I'm doing great. Excellent. Yeah. Good to see you. Just got arrested. What You did? Yeah, it was hot. I I just didn't know what to do, so I just took off all my clothes and I, and I oh, jumped into this freezer. Yeah. Oh, these narcs, this you know, totalitarian regime we're in right now is like you can't do that in America. And what? Oh, Jesus. Well, you you're, you you uh, you created the series. This is not happening. Uh-huh. Uh huh.
2: And um and so uh, you know, and it's a great series, and and, and you it were is. great hosting it. It's uh good. And uh, full of stories that a lot of them involved some sort of um, substance that somebody uh, took. Yeah, that story. There had to be more than just pot.
10: And they had went, to be. had to be right. Yeah. Remember when you were little and people blame stuff on pot, and then you're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, makes sense. And then you got older, you're like, oh, they're hiding something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's oh, true. I'm it's an true. Adult now. You yeah. can
2: always what like well, okay, what's the additional ingredient in this configuration? Yeah,
10: what was that guy on? Was that some <laughs> sort of method? You got to you got to.
6: Oh, so it's uh, there was something that uh, the, okay. I, When somebody's father joined the army, okay, or joined the military, that was a thing. He was in jail. And so when... when
0: Oh, you would hear that story? He's off off serving in the army? He's off serving in the army. Yeah. Yeah.
10: He's off in the army. Won't be back for a few (laughs) years. Yeah. About uh, about three, to three to five three years. To- <laughs> sir. Yeah. Oh, so he's gonna re up? Oh yeah, he we're, plans. We're to re-up. Say, we'll say if he has good behavior, he'll re up. <laughs> yeah.
4: It took me an embarrassingly long time to realize why my friends were going to the bathroom so often. Oh, yeah. Uh, like every hour or so, uh-huh. they would, like, oh, two or three of them Why are you guys
10: going in groups?
0: <laughs>
4: yeah, uh-huh. what's going
10: on there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I
0: you,
4: know, love I, you don't want me to go with you? Oh, oh my God.
0: <laughs> well, we had, here, here's a story for you. We had uh, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. No. Oh, uh, really? oh uh, man. And he brought by this female wrestler named Gorgeous George, and uh, they came in. It was early in the morning. They were both like, this oh, and that, and there we go. We have to go to the bathroom. And we're like, we had this. We had to go to the One bathroom. single bathroom. One toilet in the bathroom was one of those. They both go in. They come out and they're like.
9: Let's get this interview on.
2: Oh yeah, brother! Yeah, bro. You have a great bathroom, brother. And yeah, it was her.
10: Let's go festival coffee. They call, uh, uh, music festival festivals. You coffee. wake up, you're bleary eyed because yeah. the sun's coming of your tent. You're like, let me just get going. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Preston always brings up the uh, there's uh, in the Eagles. Uh,
2: who, we had Don Felder in. Yes. And, and, and you know, in concert, you can clearly
0: see Joe Walsh has Coke on his nose. And, no uh, and Felder did the, uh, right? Well, there was a, there was a classic yeah. moment in, in yeah. the, uh, um, uh, Hotel California video from the 1970s where they're playing and I asked, uh, he leans in and says something to Joe. And I asked Don, what did you say to him? He goes, Oh, he goes, Yeah, I remember that. I go, I told him, you're showing. And that's what they would show to each other. When they had a little bit of Coke on their nose. The rock star version of your flies down. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, speaking of substances, we're 20 days into October. You're doing sober October.
10: Are you? I'm not. Oh, good for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm a loser.
0: <laughs> I'm an idiot, loser with loser friends. He Dude. did it
2: though. You you did it. Uh, how many years ago did you you did us?
0: Oh, I was sober. You did prefer. a full purge. I, I was I was sober for a couple of years because not because I've been drinking too much, but I had migraine headaches, and I was trying to see if I if that was a trigger for these migraines. And I stayed off booze for a couple of months, and then after that, I'm like, "Well, let me take this sober thing out for a drive." And it lasted for a couple of years. And it was it was fun for a while.
10: <laughs> yeah. For, yeah, how, yeah. We, how are you? Uh, have you been solid, or have there been? Any I had slips? one. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right. I got. I was doing Rogan's podcast with the guys, and then he goes, "Hey, man, I just interviewed Roger Waters two days ago." He's here. I have tickets to Roger Waters. Do you want to go? And I'm like, I'm going home yeah. tonight. He goes, I'll just swap your flight for you. I'm a multi-billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fair, okay. Yeah. And I was like, well, it's disrespectful to not take a little bit of acid to go see. <that one." laughs>
9: So
10: like, I file for religious exemption <laughs> all right. for holy scrolls. <laughs> and uh yeah. And then so one tab of acid for Roger Waters. Are those okay. guys giving you a pass? Yeah, they said you gotta do more push-ups. You gotta do a hundred push-ups a day to make up for it.
6: Does that mean you all right, so maybe November 1st, you you extend it to November second. Yeah, like Does acid?
10: Does acid buy you one day? No, they were like, it's one day is not gonna do anything. <laughs> <laughs> you see Segura
6: lately? Uh felt, he, bro. What's up with that?
10: I don't know. I think he's anorexic. (laughs) (laughs) He claims this other stuff, but he goes to the bathroom a lot, and you just hear sounds of...
2: (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? What kills me is you'll see...
10: Now, Bert Kreischer
2: is built in in one of those... He's
10: still as fat as ever. That's
2: not changing. And he walks out. You'll see, he purposely posts Instagram videos of him, and I guess he's got a little gym facility in his house, and it's like, okay, i And you seem to be one of those metabolisms and physical constructions that just can take it all, but (laughs) I don't see any... I don't see any turnaround.
10: No, you don't see any turnaround. His stomach is like that of a pregnant woman. It's so pushed out. Aww. I believe he's taking same video from multiple angles and posting them on different days. That must be. So work out once a month with thirty angles.
6: Let me ask you: How do you maintain such a good, strong relationship with all of those guys when you're in different parts of the country? Like, it, it just seems like you guys are all still pretty close.
10: Yeah, we talk trash about other comics. It helps a lot. (laughs) We we, 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 uh, combine on that on our our little text (laughs) thread. Those of like (laughs) mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. I can see that. (laughs)
10: It's (laughs) the
3: easiest way to stay in touch. I I don't know. uh, I got a text from uh, our friend Todd Glass one time about another comedian, and I'm not going to say who it was, but he's like, do you guys... Like this guy, and I was like, Nah, not really. But it was, to me, and they a- like, Let's go then. <laughs> it felt like a bonding moment with
6: Todd, you know. It, and we'll tell you who it is off air, but I don't, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I don't like that guy. I don't no, like that guy anymore. Oh,
9: no, I just
2: yeah, don't yeah, like
6: yeah. him as a person. I just, uh,
2: yeah. Was, well, is, was, has, he, has this guy been on our
10: show? Yeah. yeah. And has he been one nice time. when he's been in here? One
6: yeah,
3: time.
10: One, uh,
2: sort of. Right. He, he was
6: nice to us. He just doesn't seem like a nice person. There's yeah. a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's,
10: it's the ones that were poor for a long time. Like yeah. Me and Tom hurt yeah. a little too, where it's like, they're
3: just, they stay grounded.
10: Yeah. <laughs>
3: well, you do you appreciate it more, right? Like when your career grows steadily, instead of like being a flash in the pan or something massive overnight, when when you accumulate a little bit of wealth and have a career out of it, as opposed to just like, you know, dancing around an actual job.
10: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Sometimes you see people. They're like, "Why are you such a? Well, I can't <laughs> a dick. You know? Such a dick? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah why are you such a dick? Life's
2: good, dude. Calm down. I, I, are you predisposed? Do you think to to being um, sort of?
10: Uh, you, you've always you're always pleasant when you come in here. Do you think yeah. you're you're wired to n- go to the cynical? Yeah, I go cynical. Yeah. But like when we started Sober October again, it's been a few years, and immediately, like, me and Rogan were just like crapping on Bert, just <laughs> talk, talk, talking about how fat he is. And then he was like, Man, I missed you guys. <laughs> <laughs> from, that's from a good place, you yeah. know? Right. Well, <laughs> yeah, you Rogan's guys'
2: studio has, which um, is kind of a weird thing, I guess, if you're on Sober October, he always has like top level everything. everything. It's like scotch and stuff and, and cigars. And I mean, it's it's like a real man cave vibe.
10: Yeah. Cigars, we still will still do. The, yeah. the I, man, I I perform in bars. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. every day you go and you pass these trigger moments.
2: Yeah, how do you break that? How do you break that cycle when that you, that's associated? Your place, so I'll punch women.
10: And, uh, I find, you know, you gotta do oh, something. Punch to women. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I then got the you. feeling goes with the urge goes away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because you know it's wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, right. Yeah, yeah. Something and wrong. And you don't wanna keep doing it. Uh, yeah, I get it.
6: Yeah. But I do worry about, like, listen, I don't know what everybody's actually like. I don't know what's amped up. I don't know if Bert is. is uh, as dependent on alcohol
10: no, as maybe as dude, he... booze. <laughs> I'm giving up the most variety of substances. Right. Okay. <laughs> like you have
6: to, like when you drink that much, you have to be careful when you stop. Like it can be, it can be really bad
10: for you. Yeah, you can get withdrawals. He's replacing it with ragu. <laughs> ragu. Uh, <laughs>
2: yeah. so ragu rep- that is what you use.
1: Yeah.
2: A lot of people don't, and we've talked about you that guys. story. <laughs> Um, yeah, you, if you have to have, if you are really gone, if you're down that that alcohol, yeah. you've got to be in the yeah. in the company of a doctor's care mm-hmm. because you can die from
0: the withdrawal. And Bert, we used to actually, so he would come in here in the morning. We keep these, yeah, we the have bottle. airplane yeah, yeah. bottles of booze. Oh, yeah. We used to keep them on top of the sign. We had to take them down. There were too many of them up there. From every time we saved him when he would come in here, and just he, start went, he goes
10: so hard. Yeah, with yeah. the first time we did sober October, we were legitimately worried about Bert. <laughs> Doug Stano I'll be like, oh, dude, that's not a joke. He can't, he can't just go cold turkey. Again. Wow! And Gosh. then he was like, totally fine.
2: Uh, with with your with the uh, the uh, the show, this is not happening. Done a while ago. Everyone related to stories. Do you have any? This is not happening moment that's been generated since then. That um, that you go to something where you were in the moment and couldn't believe it was happening.
10: Yeah, we we we've done that show live since then. Right? Oh, we yeah, call, that's right. We call this is still happening. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
6: when you, all right. So when I see it, how many do you have like in, in a queue? Like. Uh, is it do you have like five guys that are that are gonna go up there and do that? Because I only see him like one at a time, like the last one I just watched was Tommy Pope, oh yeah, uh, so that night was it just Tommy Pope that night or was it no, it was
10: a few We did like five per per night, okay, me and then five per night. I try to set the tone I try to tell a real good story out of the gate what's your what's your what's your most mind boggling uh story
2: sense- For me? yeah,
10: yeah, i can't, I was on a I was on a uh, like a long distance overnight bus in in uh Vietnam. And I was talking to some dude through uh, Google Translate, right. and they're just amazed by white people out there. Oh yeah, they always want to take a picture of you and just like, what's a white doing here? It's so crazy. <laughs> and then I'm going. I went to like, there's this back back row that you can like sleep on because the, the seats are made for like five foot two f- people. Right. So I was and you're not. Row, and I'm like, they're like, don't go back there. But I was like, I'm tired. I'm going back there. I went back to heavy gas fumes. So for sure, that's why you're not allowed to go there. So this guy I was talking to the Google. He starts looking for me. And uh, I'm like, hey, I'm here. I'm safe. Don't worry about it. Then he just comes back and he lays down like next to me. And I'm like, all right, weird. (laughs) But I'm like, fine. I slid over. And then he just started trying to. (laughs) Grab (laughs) your jump? Yeah. Really? Really? trying to like (laughs) work it. In Vietnam? Uh, Yeah. And I was like, what? No way. I don't know what signals I was giving off. (laughs) It had to be something. Some cultural, I don't know. And then I'm like, how do you say no on Google Translate? <laughs>
4: uh, it was probably just the seat that you chose. Maybe. Maybe that was like, the hookup
10: seat. I learned yeah.
4: recently that there's this park in Delaware that if you go and you back your car in, that's, that's the, the sign. sign. Oh. oh. Yes.
10: Wow.
2: And you don't know these signals.
4: Exactly. Yeah.
2: I, I didn't even know like the uh, the classic, uh, the, it was a couple of years ago that we got turned onto the supermarket uh, thing with the... uh Down Pineapple. Down Pineapple. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's yeah. a swinger thing, that's right? That's a yeah.
6: swinger thing, yeah. But wait a second. I back my car into every spot. <laughs> Like and you'll you get it one <laughs> <Yeah>. day, <laughs>
2: Yeah,
6: you're a backer inner I'm a backer inner Yeah, only if like if I'm pulling if it's a parking
2: lot. I hate that. I, well, listen, I do it. I God bless you, but I I like I see too many people take 15 attempts at backing into a mm-hmm. spot. Well, a yeah, I'm really good, good at it. At yeah.
6: it. Yeah. A I'm really good at it. But B I don't do it if there's other cars. If I'm gonna hold anybody up, yeah. I only do it if I'm
10: not gonna hold Everyone anybody. Everyone do up. it
6: the way you do it. Then yeah, yeah, yeah. but. uh so, anyway,
10: you Google <laughs> Translate this guy. Yeah, I'm like, no. And then he was like, okay, we both laid there for like a minute to feel uncomfortable. And then he went back to his seat. And then I'm like, my stuff's up there. Maybe he's going to steal my stuff. And then I had to be like, gays aren't thieves. That's a different there at the time.
2: Oh, he had second thoughts. <laughs> yeah.
10: And then he was gone. I fell asleep. Finally, and he was gone when I got to whatever small town I was So you were performing, the- we assume, right? No, I was just there. Just to getting, talk, get Getting you, lost. Um, but I was just trying to get lost, get off the grid. Yeah.
6: Okay. Do you wish maybe that just for the story you would have followed through on it?
10: <laughs> I, I want to know what he was thinking. I have thought about it since then, to be honest. This is a decent question. I think, like, he probably, ta- he was from a small town. He probably talked to his friends. Right. And he's like, I think I've heard in America some of these, they can't come that big. <laughs> And, and then he was like when he saw what he was like i got to see for myself
3: oh my by the way you can call a guy a dick
9: damn he <laughs> 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 you know, yeah. saw the reaction yeah. Yeah. i'm sorry sure, guys
10: Jason, yeah.
2: i'm sorry it's not it's right. your fault it's so it's so stupid it it no that sense. we get confused <laughs> <laughs> i have two Dark. drops yeah. that i can play only the first six or seven what four seconds of them, yeah, yeah, and, and, and it's funny how stuff has come falling in and out of you usability, but that's a that's you don't have to worry my about. bad, yeah, <laughs> no, it's all good,
6: yeah. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I was excited that you were coming uh into the studio today. We it's been a little while since, we, since we've since we had you, yeah, I'm a big fan of yours, pre
9: panty,
10: yeah, <laughs> panty, oh, yeah. I'm taking that
4: pre panty,
10: yeah, <laughs> it's a different time. I actually ran into my friend at Roger Waters, this guy, Duncan Trussell, this comic. And hadn't seen him since before. And I, yeah. and I was like, "Hey, when's the last time I saw you?" Was it was before. And he was like, "Yeah, <sighs> <And> we're <sighs> both on acid. We're both just start crying, and <laughs> hugging each other."
2: Well, we were talking in the uh, in the uh, in the Acme Lounge about? That you know that it 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 it's such a difference Just to shake someone's hand and just ah. to, you, to to look them in the in the eyes, but um. I mean, you you with the podcast and everything, you're, you 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 don't seem to have any real downtime to go traipsing around
10: Vietnam these days, right? I mean, you take time off.
2: You no, know, are, are you a are you a walkabout kind of guy? Yeah. Are, you, are you a go find it. yourself?
10: What I did is I went to Southeast Asia. I I ordered an Uber. Then I threw my phone in the in the drawer and closed it. And then Dude. I just left. I locked myself out of all my like. Emails and social media. That's very, that's that's very adventurous. Gave the password to a friend. I'm like, don't give it back to me. Mm. You do this like, is this something you do every year? I did it in 2017. I'm probably going to go to like, I don't know. I want to go on a long, like a six month, like South America trip.
2: I admire people who can do that. I admire that ability to
0: just disconnect. Uh, Preston did one years ago. Yeah, I was in my twenties and I, and I went to uh, Wyoming and, and, uh, and Montana by myself. And just like five days, just to go. It wasn't like a big, big, long one, but it was pretty wild. I enjoyed it.
10: I just went to Montana for the first time. Tubing, it's the best. Tubing, yeah, Uh, down a river. Yeah, they have they have like tubing games. Everyone has their like their tubes with like a cooler in the middle of it. And you're solo? No, this one I went with friends. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, My friend's sister lives out there. Right, right, right. What are are the games that you do? It's just like tubing. I just mean like they're like style.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 They all
10: have like, it's just like great. You take a 15 minute drive up the
3: the road and then a three
10: hour trip down the. Yeah, lazy river.
3: Ari, Ari yeah. I love to travel, and um, I love when you're in places where there is no cell reception, where you are yeah. forced out of it, and and so because we're also reliant and addicted and whatever. Um, but to take a trip without one uh, entirely <laughs> is a little more adventurous than I think that I'd be prepared to go. But I'm I'm impressed that you can. You do get it. used to it. I was like Dude. I was like I got a few. I was gonna go Southeast Asia, so I was like, let me
10: get the the passport, like the visas that I need yes, ahead right. of time. Like Thailand, you can get at the border. And I got like Vietnam ahead of time, whatever. And then I just looked at the weather. Where's the weather the nicest for the next two weeks? That requires. Like
2: a, uh, that that's I admire that. I think that's really that's really pretty
3: wild. What's on your list to get to? Um, I want to go to the stands. Oh man! Oh like, really? I just saw an article yesterday about Uzbekistan, and uh, what does it say? It, that it's uh, become this travel place that people go there for like a month. I'll, I'll send it to you. It's it was fascinating, and and I've never met anyone who's been to any of the stands. <laughs> Uzbekistan, yeah. by the way, uh, one of the only countries in the world, there are two, that is twice landlocked. You have to go through other countries that are also landlocked to then get to uh, um, the ocean. So so you're going to be dry. Yes. Okay. okay. But, yeah. That's, that's uh, not, how... not the best sushi scene. So, <laughs> well, right, that's, right, yeah.
10: that's
3: how <laughs> removed it is from everything else. Wow, interesting.
10: Yeah, yeah that's on my mind, Morocco, I really want to get my, to.
4: My friends were just there and raved about Morocco. Really? Yeah.
2: Nothing. So you're not uh, you're not a, a tundra kind of guy. You're not a um...
10: cold. I hate the cold. Okay. All right. Yeah. Why bother with the cold? People <laughs> <laughs> want to hike up Mount Everest. I'm like, you got to wear a coat for that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wear those shorts. Bro. Yeah, what are you doing yeah. to yourself? Oh,
2: last year I decided I was going to officially uh, become winter. Uh, a guy I had uh, uh, the, the the type of guy I would you know just chastise all the time. Like, winter shorts guy. Last year I became winter shorts guy. What? And it's absolutely. Fine. It was no problem. Yeah. I, I made it through. No
10: problem. You go to the next step and just go full off.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just Porky Pig. Yeah. Right, so with
6: your your career, then, and you live in New York, so it yeah. gets cold in the winter. Do you are all of your winter dates in the South? And Dude,
10: either it's either skiing or beach. Okay. So I got like Tampa and, and Florida, and then like Salt Lake and Denver. Okay. So you're I, you ski? Yeah.
2: You you. I know that in your college years you played a lot of golf. Yeah.
10: Yeah, I was a. Go ahead. <laughs> was it? Yeah, I was, you were on the
2: golf team, weren't
10: you? Yeah, I, was, I shot a 143 in competition once. Oh, my God. I believe I was, was the that worst. Rounds?
6: I believe I was the worst,
10: the worst athlete in NCAA, <laughs> in all of NCAA. That year. How'd you even get on the team? It was, they couldn't fill the team. So like, if you got clubs, you're right in. 143? Yeah. College? I mean, Yeshiva University. <laughs> They're known for their golf. Yeah, and it was like... Yeah, then I switched to Maryland, but like, uh, and then they were like, "No, you can't play." <laughs> you can't swing. I mean, both coaches were laughing at me. You know when there is like a pond in front of you, yeah. and you are like, "Okay, I got to get over this." And I remember hitting to the base of the pond, like dribbling one up, not in the pond, short, not the pond, three in. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that was bad. Uh, I got my letter though. I have a not. one. Really? <laughs> 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 yeah, I lettered in golf. Did, did you enjoy the game? Yeah, it's great. Yeah. You are out there in nature. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. the best. Yeah. I went to Ecuador for six months during the pandemic. Did you? I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay.
6: Did they have the pandemic down there?
10: (laughs) (laughs) They did, but it was a lot of outdoor seating, so it was a lot easier. Okay. So in in Ecuador, there's a
0: a big thing, uh, female wrestling. Did you see any of that? Uh Uh-uh. So, these women, but they wear, like, like dresses and... uh oh, I like that. And, ...and wrestle. Yeah, it's pretty oh, wild. I saw like a little professional feature. professional wrestling
6: or yeah. actual Greco-Roman? No, 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 like oh, professional wrestling. Okay. Like, it's outrageous. Like their
0: characters
10: like and they... And they, they yeah, stuff like that. Wow. Is, is
2: it a donkey show or, like, a college donkey no, show? No, 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 no. <laughs> wow.
10: They had a lot of that at bars here in Philly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just for the moment. We had a friend of ours who's e- Ecuadorian had a... Uh, <laughs> A friend of ours is Ecuadorian
0: and had a wedding, and we went to it, and yeah. we were we were curious about the food, and apparently, like, uh, like rodents are, yeah. are, are served. Is, is guinea- that right? Dude, You're yeah. Like I had it a Sunday. bunch of yeah. It's so good. Guinea? Really?
10: Oh, yeah. Okay. It's so good. They also have these, like, beetle larvae. And more in the Amazon, not as good. I tried it a couple times. Yeah. Fine, but not as good. But those, those guinea pigs are so good. <laughs> it's like duck. It's so good. <laughs> I know it seems gross. And they had to leave the head on. And yes. The head is yeah, yeah. It's all flayed out. Yeah. Smiling like, at me. Oh, yeah. 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 It's almost telling you, like, I died for you. <laughs> go for it. Don't feel bad. Why do you not do a travel
3: log show? You should. Uh, maybe, yeah. Maybe. A good idea, <laughs> not man. Not a bad idea. Did you go to the Galapagos when you were in Ecuador? It had just opened up. How was that?
10: Bomb! It <laughs> my, was so good. And my wife like, had been and said, "It's. I mean,
2: that's you know, you're talking Darwin, you're talking you uh-huh. know, you're talking uh, all of this um, just amazing nature." And she the said, uniqueness. "There's no place like it she's ever been to." We
10: went. There was this like in one of the islands. It was there was this like little lagoon area. Like so, you go snorkeling in the morning, and on one dive, it was not a dive, just snorkeling. It's all these sea lions and baby sea lions. Yeah. They'll come right up to you. Oh wow! Um, swimming iguanas. Penguins, warm weather penguins, these right. giant tortoises, rays, and you're just like, what the? Heck? Yeah. <laughs>
2: it's just blowing your mind. But there's no the thing that she pointed out, and if you look at the, the tours to get out to the Galapagos, um, you're not going on like a Royal Caribbean. You're going on a, a um, like a mid level. Uh, ship right. I mean, they're they're they, you, oh, yeah. you rough it a, a you know a little bit more. Yeah, but we were already in roughing it mode. Yeah yeah, 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 it wasn't bad. It Doesn't
10: seem like it'd be anything to you, dude. So we went early on. So I went to get these like they make these big ants and it's seasonal. Right, these ants come out, these flying ants, and they like, catch them and like you just eat them. They're like potato chips. What and I was like, I saw it. And I was like, I want to try it. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. So, so we got to the anything. Amazon early on. We met these guys. We were on a hike, and um, and we met this dude, just random dude in the Amazon. Not, like, jungle but, like, yeah. the modern version of that. And he goes, hey, do you guys speak Spanish? And my chick did. Yeah. And uh, she's, like, a little bit. And he goes, I have the cure for COVID. Do you want it? Come on in.
9: <laughs> <laughs> and, like,
10: <laughs> I mean, the only way to go, nah, I don't want, yeah. no thanks, yeah. is to be like, oh, I think you're beneath me. <laughs> yeah. The only way to say I do not want the cure for COVID. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so he's, like, come on. So we're, like, we can't. We got we to gotta just get COVID. I mean, there's yeah. no way. So I- we go in there. His father is sleeping on a couch like like wheezing yes. surely from COVID. Right. <laughs> and uh, and he gives us this like he has this big tub of just like the most disgusting liquid, gets one of those tide, you know, the top of a tide container, oh, yeah. scoops it out and oh, goes, go for man. it. And it was rancid. What was it comprised of? Like a bunch of husks of, of roots and whatever. I don't know, man. Have you gotten COVID? Nope. You gave us a bottle, so took a bottle cap every morning. And you won't get it. We didn't get it the whole time Son we of a bitch got it. Months. He figured it out.
2: Yeah. Wow. You know what happened? Pfizer and Moderna had keep them there That's because right. they don't want that I, out. Dude,
6: I, I, you really,
2: I'm telling you.
6: You should
0: do a travel on show. Yeah. Yeah, I maybe. would watch it. I would maybe. absolutely watch it. I don't it. bring cameras with me. I want to just get lost. <laughs> if you're just tuning in, it's Ari Shafir, who's going to be at uh, Helium uh, tomorrow, Saturday, uh, as, sold or out. tonight as well. Tonight's sold out. Mm-hmm. Close,
10: okay, if not yeah. uh, Helium. Nice. <laughs> nice. Just found it. <laughs>
0: Heliumcomedy.com.
10: But you're saying South America is kind of next on your? Yeah, I want to. I'm, I'm learning. Trying to learn Spanish on Duolingo. Mm-hmm. Getting a little bit better. The Ecuador helped. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I want to, yeah, uh, just go to different spots. My brother
6: uses dueling. His wife is from Brazil, and so he's, uh, and he's getting good at Portuguese. Really?
2: Yeah, yeah, it works you know, for him. I think the thing, and it's, uh, I've entertained the notion of the Rosetta Stone and stuff like that. and I've even tried a few things in the beginning. Uh, to, by my line of thinking, at least the way my mind works, if I'm
10: not completely immersed in it, yeah. I will not retain it. Yeah, it's it's like a it's like a slight. You, you learn a few words, but until you put it into play, yeah. Luckily, though. There's kitchen staffs everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so you can practice.
2: So go work in a diner. Yeah. yeah. Not a Greek one, yeah. Just whenever I
10: meet anyone's bad at Latino, you know, I just like try. And they like, you know.
2: I find okay that with it. when people who do that, it's appreciated that someone's make, made the effort to address them you know and 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 the native yeah. tongue to at least give a shot
10: to I it. was in France in July just for like some writing class took like a writing class there and I learned a, a few words and just to get by and I would learn like may I have like little right. like get by words for everything and um some guy I met was like he knew french like really well he goes oh when you're saying may I have like some water you're saying a very formal version of it and you should say it this way. I'm like, dude, I already got it. Like,
3: <laughs> I'm not, if they understand me, I'm fine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What yeah, was I'm this writing tra- class all about?
10: Creative writing class. My friend is a travel writer. He's been trying to get me to take the class for like years. Rolf Potts. And I was finally like, I just did a special. So I was like, I got nothing going on. But Are you smart? Weeks, I...
9: smart?
10: I'm <laughs> not that smart. Okay. I'm just like i smart enough to not like, we got one life, man. You got to get out there. No, you're, you you're right. My, 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 my dad's 94. And, and so I've
2: over... <laughs> In the past number of years, I've I've sort of because of the job and everything, I, I I tend to be more of a homebody because I'm going out more for work related things. But uh, my dad again, he he recorded his um, basically a history of his life into wow. a, you know, which and, uh, it's the greatest gift he could give to his sons. Uh, and but the thing he keeps stressing is travel, even if you don't. Even if you're not necessarily a fan of it initially, see what's out there. That's that's the biggest joy of his life. He fought in World War II. Wow. Uh, you know, so he's, he's been and done and seen a lot. But the, the travel is, he says, that's what makes life worth living.
10: You, you learn about other cultures, and then you also learn to appreciate your own culture. Right, right. Like when I got back from Southeast Asia, I went straight to my parents' house, surprised them. And then I remember taking a dump
8: <laughs> and just going, oh, the
10: toilet paper in America is yeah. heavenly. Yeah.
8: And now it's like you just appreciate it. It's like wiping with a cloud.
10: <laughs>
0: well, taking a look at, at different cultures and, and things that are, that are weird to us about other cultures is really interesting. If, and, but you have to use the perspective that the stuff
10: that we do is outrageous to them, too. Right. You know? it, yeah. it
0: may be simple things that we take for granted.
10: You know? Yeah. Our pizza game. I was talking to a guy in Myanmar. We're on a hike. And and we're trying to explain to them pizza. They don't have cheese, right? So it's like, how do you explain pizza? And we're like, dude, mm. we got to take you for some pizza. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I we got to find yeah. out how to make it and make you some. It's wild. It'll blow your mind.
2: Well, it seems your palate. You're pretty adventurous when it comes to eating. If you if you drank that goo in the <laughs> yeah, I'll try everything. <laughs> Has it ever resulted in a bad uh, viral situation or a? Yeah.
10: Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, in uh, in Myanmar, I remember huddled over, like shivering with the, the worst, like like food poisoning. I remember pooping and barfing oh. back and forth, and they have these squat toilets. Yes, oh, no. so you gotta like poop under the floor, and you're standing where other people have peed. Sorry if I'm borderline here. No, no, <laughs> you're fine, you're fine. And it's just like back and forth, and you have to take the the medication to like. Stop it, but, like, I got to not throw this up. Yeah. So you got to, like, time it for right after a barf. Uh-huh. To get it down there so you don't barf it back up. Oh, no. Jesus. Now, speaking of medications and so on, because <laughs> I have know
0: some uh, people who have uh, traveled to India for work and so on, you got to get, like, all kinds of inoculations yeah.
10: and stuff, and so...
0: You you have to do you do that or do you yeah 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 I go ahead of time <laughs> I saw the look when of you're that. hanging out
10: in hostel with people who like don't like with kids like eighteen yeah. who just don't just risk ma- malaria and stuff. Oh. My buddy went to India with his with his uh, now wife. He was gonna propose. Yeah. Ryan O'Neill's comic, but he was like, "Day one, you realize you're going to get aggressive diarrhea." <laughs> yeah,
3: that's just not the most
10: romantic you kind of, yeah. way to propose. Yeah. You build it yeah. into
3: the planning of the trip. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, my, uh, check
10: well, in the toilet as a surprise for you. the oh, a ring. Oh, the Great
9: idea. Of so The fifty-two weeks. The
6: how, how much uh, traveling do you do outside uh-huh. of like your your touring? Uh, yeah,
10: you got to split it. You got yeah. It's hard to find time for it all. So I try to do it, like, after I've taped a special. Okay. When I'm like, I got to build up a new hour.
6: Speaking of which, you have one coming out soon, right? November 2nd.
10: Okay. Mm. It's called Jew. <laughs> it's about It's about It'll be on YouTube. Everybody, check it out. The That's new very place cool. to put specials. So
2: you're doing, and so many of the comedians, um, you know, friends of the show, are, are taking that route, taking yeah. complete ownership of the release and everything. And, and for the most part, it seems not to be working out for them.
10: It's working out for everybody. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even go. To, I went to Netflix with my last one. This time, I didn't even offer it to him. Right, right. It's Just like
2: were they like, hey,
10: stuff changes. Yeah, do you know what's funny oh, is
2: it's, it's so, <laughs> YouTube and and I was looking at the breakdown of uh, and some of the social media, uh, TikTok and so on and so forth, and and how many hits have to be reached to get a certain amount of money, and um, it, it's it's crazy. The one that it seems to be the staggeringly lucrative, depending on the a certain situation that you might be in, is uh, OnlyFans. Oh yeah, like there there are people who like hit it. Obviously, uh, they had hoped it would be. Hey, I want to show you my etchings and my. But it's a lot of it that the money's being made on the porn side.
10: Yeah, our boobs are not good enough to. <laughs> good. You got a chance. <laughs> ours are not great enough to get a lot of money coming in. It's
4: a good bra. That's it, <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't a, Jay was on OnlyFans when it first started. When it first big started, big 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 yes. Big yes. Bra. yeah. yeah.
10: Oh, yeah. Dude, so he, but he has boobs. Yeah. He does. He do does. <laughs> he also, He's
6: bigger than mine. <laughs> so one of the times he came here it was just a pre-panny. Uh, he uh, he texted. He goes, yo, I'm here, right? And yeah, I jokingly yeah. go, "Yeah, yeah. He goes, "Yo, yeah, I'm yeah. here." And I go, "Prove it. Send me a picture of your of your junk." And he
10: did. He he, <laughs> the
6: funny thing is, he didn't have he didn't take a picture. He had one. Yeah, I'm ready to go. It? Yeah, it's just go. Go. that
10: moment. He's uh-huh. a planner. He just got a dog. He named it Dawkins. he's a Philly boy. Yeah, he
0: is.
9: yeah. yeah, he is.
0: yeah that's hilarious. <laughs> hey, I wanted uh, Ari and I off air uh, before we started. He saw my shirt and it says. Uh, uh, Fishtown Pickle Project, and he goes, oh, I'm saying oh, Fishtown yeah. for the oh. first time, and uh, I asked him if he liked pickles, and you said you love pickles. Yeah, Would you like to try one of my pickles? Of course I would. This is my, my batch. You made them? What? Uh, this... I, I contributed to the, um, to the uh, to recipe. Now, he, he was talking
2: these up, and I'm, I'm a pickle fan as well. Uh, and he was talking about. It and he's saying this is the this is the best pickle you will ever have in your life.
10: I think it is. And he
2: brought it in, and I have to say, Ari, yeah, it's the best
10: pickle. What do you what do you around. what do you like, Preston? What's your like pickle style I like, sour.
0: I, I like everything. I, I like bread and butter, sour, sweet, um, uh, dill pickle straight up. Uh, sums with, with a little bit of a uh, um, kick to it. This has like uh, hints of garlic and pepper. And uh, it's got a little sweet in it as well—the apple cider vinegar, and yeah. rice wine vinegar, oh, some
10: spice, and some sweet. Right? Yeah. isn't it good? Not bad. Yeah. Damn, that's interesting. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it's solid. And so, fish town pickle, crisp also. Yes, yeah. and that's the key—they they, yeah, they make sure soggy it, pickle. Yeah. Like, do you hate me? Their texture is fantastic. <laughs> you trying right. to slap me in the face? Right. Hey, guess what? That's cross cultural. <laughs> yeah. like soggy pickle. It's a fight. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say your dad makes pickles? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, I shouldn't show on microphone. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> we invited you to eat it, yeah. so it's not a problem. Yeah, my dad has his own recipe. Yeah, my grandmother's yeah. son. Yeah, his father. So it's like it's passed down. I just gave him Bobby Kelly. So, so like in in New York, especially like if you go to the kosher delis,
2: the the legendary, they would have those big barrels of, of pickles, and it'd be like, oh my god, is this is freaking
0: awesome. Yeah, uh, and just uh, keep going. Yeah, just
10: keep going. There's no, there's no calories.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's One of the best snacks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a uh, w- one of my tragic moments that involved pickles was I'll never forget this I was a kid I was, was confrontational <laughs> no I was at the roller skating rink and uh and I only had I had like a quarter left of my name and I saw that they were selling uh Steve from the giant barrel of pickles, yeah, pickle juice. All right, that you could get. All right, so I spent my quarter and I got, I got a big cup of pickle juice. I, I drank that pickle juice. I'm skating around like uh, you know, a half hour, forty five minutes later, and I thought I had to fart. Oh you poor thing, dude. Oh boy. It just I filled my pants. And you're months. on skate roller skating rink on the rink Zach, uh, skating. That, that would have been like a
10: Spirograph. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can see which way he went. It's just a trail. <laughs> uh, yeah, spiragrams, concentric <laughs> circles. Right. How far from How'd your you house did you? <laughs> uh, not walking distance. Uh, we had to roller skating. My mom, I
0: wanted to skate
2: it right out the door. Yeah, had to just call my going. mom come and pick me up. Well, it will so sometimes. You know, as we've pointed out, athletes will drink pickle juice for the for the, the the salt
0: content. Yeah, it it may be I had a bug or something and I didn't okay. know about yeah. it, but I had to, it, I just <laughs>
10: filled my pants. But I, I'm a Pickle fanatic, I love Preston, it. Preston, can you make a chaser, a pickle chaser? A chaser? Yeah, I've been d- doing pickle chasers. Oh, oh, picklebacks. I've never yeah. done that. I've never done the pickle. Well, what, what is this? I'm not familiar. Do a shot of whiskey usually? Yeah, or whatever. It's like Jameson. And Jameson
4: it- and a shot of whiskey of pickle juice. Yeah,
10: a shot mm-hmm. of pickle juice and it just goes away. You know that like awful, huh. and it just huh. like goes away. I know with the that. Salt. They're yeah.
4: big here in Philly with the citywide, which with is city- a beer and a shot of whiskey.
10: A beer, a beer or a shot of whiskey, whiskey with a pickleback.
4: Pickle. Uh yeah, you can do like and a, a pickle citywide back. with a pickleback.
6: Oh, okay. that's oh, you know, you. you go to like tattoo moms and get like a paps mm. in a uh in a shot for mm-hmm. a dollar or something like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
10: And then I guess it just refills your I don't know. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> J
4: Well, Whatever. if you're staying in Fish Town, I have a spot for you. It's called uh Cantina La Martina. It's yeah. a new Mexican restaurant. It's like the best place in the world. I'll send it to you. And they're serving uh ant caviar.
10: Okay. What is that? So
4: it's caviar from ants. Like ant the little eggs? bugs. Yeah, ant yeah. eggs.
10: How big are, How weird. big? How small are they? Yeah, I mean, have you had it?
4: No. Okay. So how but do you a lot know? of people are talking about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: Marissa's our restaurateur. Yeah, or she's armed. So, if someone tells her that there's really good ant eggs at a place, she'll <laughs> say... She, she'll, if you had
10: never had honey and somebody told you what it was, you'd be like, no way, I'm not trying. Right? To yeah, right? Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. It's bee barf, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. bee barf. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No way would you yeah. try that. In fact, I'm done with honey now that I think about it. <laughs>
0: Give me a good old pickle. Um, uh, well, listen, we just want to uh, alert people that uh, the shows are going to sell out, I would imagine. They, they are. T- Tonight's show is sold out. Uh, you have... Uh, oh, my t- fans are potheads. They buy tickets last minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, tomorrow on Saturday, 7 30 and 10 p.m., there are two shows, and you can go to heliumcomedy.com, but get them now while you can. Dude, it is
10: great to see you. Welcome back to Philadelphia. Very nice to see you guys again. Absolutely. Every time you see somebody, it's great. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it is. All right, let's hear it for Ari Shapir. Yeah. All
10: right, we're going to take a
0: break. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us.
5: The MMR to your neighborhood thursday from seven to nine marissa from the preston and steve show rocks jack cassidy's irish pub 990 east high street in Pottstown. enter for a chance to win eagles pittsburgh tickets or a Derek barnett autographed football courtesy of bud light plus enjoy three dollar bud light pints and bottles three dollar bud light next and four dollar bud light seltzers
0: uh phil's lost in san diego uh but that's okay because John Brazier is here, yeah, yeah. And that so means guys. they're going to win the next game. Because when he comes on our show, they win. That's, that's what it, happens. We,
2: we we have noticed this trend, yes. and now it is an imperative. And as we spoke last time, John, about all this again, if you work in the under the umbrella notion, this is all just icing. Yes, and it it, it and that I think is the best scenario to be in. And I still think that high exists. Every bit right now. Do you agree?
8: I agree. And, you know, obviously me being here means that we've advanced another series. So if I'm here next week, which hopefully I am, Mm -hmm. we'll be talking World Series. Who would have thought we'd be talking World Series back in, like, May or June, right, when things are going upside down? And, in fact, as of right now, um, ticket information,
0: all that's out for the World
8: Series. If you make it this far, you have to start preparing. We're doing a lottery, obviously, and it's... uh, I mean, it's crazy. It's, it's, you know, for me, somebody who works for the team. You know, we have lives, too, so you kind of plan things in uh, end of October, November, knowing that there could be, you know, a conflict. Well, I think I told you yeah, I was supposed to be golfing in Oakmont uh, mm-hmm. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That guy well, you, you heard about the, the burger
2: uh, brawl, right? Had to be postponed because, you know, Rob Wasserman, who runs the whole thing, it's a great event. Right. Had to be postponed. Right,
8: all for good reasons. I've yeah. got a wedding. I think I told you guys off the air, I got a wedding in uh, early November. Never thought that this, you know, <laughs> my, my work world would, well, I might not be going to sarasota Well if I am I'm gonna be watching game six and seven, I guess, at a bar in Sarasota. Wow.
3: I was there on uh Friday. I went I was lucky enough to go to the game and, and thank you again for your help, John. And uh that first of all, it was a gorgeous day. It was absolutely beautiful out. But the, the everything that they have going on outside the stadium is awesome. Is our Ferris yep. wheel out there. Yeah, it's just a big party right along Citizens Bank Parkway.
8: Yeah, block party, uh three hours it starts three hours before the game you don't need a game ticket. And it, it, as you said, Nick, it's awesome. We have a, a band out there on a the stage. We've got a Ferris wheel. I think we're going to have a bungee jump for this uh, series. Oh, wow. We have merchandise tents. We've got food trucks. You've got celebrities going out there. Uh, I mean, it's pretty awesome. That's so. That's and we're gonna so do cool. it again. Three hours before game time every every game. So. It was the most fun I've had at a Phillies game
3: I think since for me personally since 1993. I was lucky enough to go to the World Series with my dad and uh, the Phils won Game Five it was Kurt Schilling pitching uh, and it was also the loudest I've ever experienced personally when Reese hit that home run and then Bryce followed up two batters later with with his shot. I have never experienced that level of noise and excitement in the ballpark.
8: Totally agree because I said the same thing. you know again, I've been with the Phillies twenty nine years, so I've been at almost every major uh, game. Uh, when Shane Victorino hit the Grand Slam, I didn't think he'd get louder. yeah, right. when Brad Lidge struck out Eric Kinski to win the World Series, didn't think it' get louder. when Jimmy Rollins hit the you know walk off double, didn't think it'd get louder. When Reese Hoskins hit that ball, I think when what happened was, <laughs> you know, we are coming home. We haven't had a playoff game in 11 years, right? So the crowd was just itching, itching, itching to to explode. All of a sudden, Stott hits that double, and, and giving the fans reason to, like, all of a sudden, it got loud. And then when Reese hit that home run... Uh, you're going up 3-0. I'm telling you, that it was the loudest I've ever, ever heard it.
4: I, I was lucky enough to be there, too, uh, that Friday night. And I don't think I sat down the entire game. Like, you might have sat down for, like, a, a minute in, like, the second inning when it got a little slow. But other than that, it was just up and—it was like church, up and down the yep. entire time. I will say, when you replayed that Shane Victorino home run before he yes. pitched, that was one of that the loudest. That was loud. Exactly yeah, right. You, like
8: you would think it was, like, a live moment at that point. <laughs> yes, yes. Right. And that kind of got the crowd going. <laughs> they are just waiting for an excuse. Preston, yeah.
4: Rem- it reminded me of when we were broadcasting uh, on the Parkway for the Super Bowl, and they were replaying the Super Bowl before the par- I'm getting chills talking about this. Bef- as we were waiting for the parade, and they are yeah. replaying it, and everyone started game. cheering for the plays before they were happening. Yeah. That's how the crowd felt in the stadium that night. And you
8: know what's cool, too, is that our players, uh, you know, they they all they, they have a, we have alumni weekend every year, right? So they hear from the guys in 93. They see them, you know, getting you know, honored out on the field. They see the 1980 guys. They see the 83 guys you know but but they they hear this and they see it and they know it's part of history but they've never experienced it. So There's sudden, history being made to Right, be a part so now of they're that. part of the history. Yeah. And again, all these old alumni, and all the alumni say, oh man, playoff baseball in <laughs> Philadelphia is unbelievable. You'll never, you know, you, you won't believe it. Well, these guys here, but again, until you experience it, now these guys are experiencing it. And I think they're like, wow, <laughs> oh, that's didn't cool. expect this one. So. I want to give
3: some props to the uh, Philly social media team because they've put together some videos. Uh, they did it for before the game yesterday, um, sort of uh, talking about what Wheeler did in game one. Uh, and they did it before game five against the Braves and uh these videos that are are massive masterfully produced and i got i got chills just watching these two-minute videos on 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 Twitter and Instagram. um, and, and what are the
8: girls' names? Well, you got Megan, Juliana, you okay. got Chase, uh, yeah, I mean, you've got a, a Murphy, you got a, a lot of uh, great people on our social media, and they're, they're... They're so well done. Right, and that's a non-stop job, too, yeah. as you imagine. <laughs> yeah.
0: I wanted to point this out, watching the game yesterday, which was tough to watch, because they had a commanding lead, and it fell apart, and, and they lost, but um, the matchup between uh, Aaron and Austin Nola was unique, because that's never happened before in playoff baseball. And there was a uh, an interesting moment, and it was a Turning point in the game uh, where Austin gets a, a double. Uh, they, uh, or did he hit a single? I don't remember. I but it was he was a double, he, yeah. But he, but he got it, yeah, yeah. He got a hit. And they they pan to his mom and dad in the yeah. stands. Yeah. And so his dad is standing there with just a blank look on his face. So you've got son versus right. son. Yeah. One son makes a key positive decision in the game. The other one has something very negative happen to him. A woman who's obviously a Padres fan is jumping up around, turns around, puts up her hand to high-five him, and he kind of puts his hands up like I'm not hitting your hand. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. he looked like what?
8: You're <laughs> right. Right. Get, away, yeah. get away from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Right. yeah it was like he's like <clears throat> y- you got me in a box here. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I have uh, nowhere to go. Are they, are they looking? Are they looking? Yeah. Uh, it was just an interesting, and it was an interesting game all the way around. An unfortunate one to watch, but as I was watching it, I had to remind myself this is a series. It are, is a series. It's best of seven, and this happens in almost. Almost every single series. Very
8: rarely do you get a full And I said it asleep. last time. Because last time I came in, I think we were 1-1 going into our home series. And I said, look, if you'd said ahead of time you can split the series on the road and come home and have a chance to clinch, right? So we we win the next three at home, which... It's going to be a daunting task, but we can do it, yeah, especially range, with the crowd. Ranger going tomorrow night. Ranger Suarez, uh, I'm assuming it's going to be center guard, some combination, game four, and then you're right back to uh, Chris, or, uh, Chris, Chris, Wheeler. Like Chris Wheeler. Oh, right yeah. to Zach Wheeler. Chris oh, yeah. Wheeler is going to come in. He's going to yeah. announce, oh, yeah. announce his at bat. He's going to hit a home run. Well, you're you're right. not wrong. That is Chris Wheeler. <laughs> Chris Wheeler. Wow. How about that one? I got yeah. Chris Wheeler on the brain. Zach Wheeler. Oh, Zach Wheeler. Perhaps we should bring in the elephant. Hey, Chris, Chris, yes, exactly. Exactly right. Chris Wheeler throws gas. By the way,
2: <laughs> oh, no, you know, though? I think everything that made made them um, dangerous before is as absolutely intact. Again, when you, you they're just loving what it is, yep. and that's the purest way to play because you're not, there, there. Isn't this thing that's looming over them? Just go play the game and, that you love so much, and we're loving
8: watching it. Well, how about yes, you're right, Stephen. And how about two days ago? Kyle Schwarber hits oh hits that bomb 488 feet. You saw the look on Bryce Harper's face, yeah. which is priceless. And I mean, think about it, 488 feet. Yeah. I mean, that's that's uh, what 50 stories high, yeah. right? That's half the Eiffel Tower. That's, that's it's insane. I mean, that's insane, yeah. right? And that ball is still going. Yeah, and the <laughs> other thing is um
6: Harper's home run was high. You know what I mean? So yeah. like so right. who do you call and I don't know if the, there was a stat on that, but you know the the, the fact that like you know Bryce's home run was was, I mean you, you're talking about the Eiffel Tower. I don't right. know how high it, <laughs> it went, but like okay, maybe right. over the Eiffel Tower. Who uh, knows?
8: I mean, I, how would you like to be Padres pitchers or the Cardinals pitchers or the Braves pitchers, and you got to face Schwarber, yeah. Reese Hoskins, Bryce Harper, JT Realmuto? I mean, it's a, it's a killer lineup.
2: Yeah, no, it's 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 phenomenal, and so many people are are enjoying it. And again, we believe that um, our best bet is to have you in because right. that's. That worked Charlie. out to our advantage. And so Chris this, Wheeler
8: on the mound, and Chris <laughs> Wheeler on the mound, and an elephant and, and, and coming on coming in on an elephant, right?
0: right? You don't Never
8: gets you. old. Never gets old. Never
0: gets old. <laughs> wow. Uh, by the way, in the in, in the division series, they they spent a lot of time. Uh, I don't know if you saw the television coverage or not, but focusing on the fanatic, and uh, you know, going on about what what a great uh, mascot he is and stuff, and and I wasn't even thinking about. He'd be going to you know that we'd be facing it, uh, San Diego, who has a legendary mascot as well.
8: Well, actually, the 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 they have the, the I think it's a swinging friar is their mascot. Now the San Diego the chicken, chicken is who I'm talking about. Yeah, He's the San Diego Chicken's no. Well, here's retired. the fact: he was a radio station mascot. He was, I think it was KGB. Okay, uh, that's a bad call letter. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah this yeah, is wrong. To KKK.
9: KKK.
8: <laughs> well, we're gonna call it the KJB. <laughs> he was a radio station mascot that the, that used to work Padres games. I guess it was the oh. the rights holder for the Padres. Okay, and so everyone assumed it was the Padres mascot, but it was actually the radio station mascot. So the, the Philly fanatic is really the oldest. Uh, mascot i think the mr met's been around but i think it was a bobblehead for a long time Listen, I, right. I, when i was in
2: new york and i you know and, and the mets were my team years and years ago even i hated mr met it, it it looked like some it looked like a guy who had a bad growth right. you know and <laughs> right. uh, it just just didn't work but but
8: uh yeah no this is everything's poised Yep, you know and just it just and the it, fanatic is uh obviously the best mascot and in history. Of yes. And just when he smashes the helmet or he, you know, I remember back in the day with obviously Tommy Lasorda. Right. Uh, the best, I don't know if you, so Tommy Lasorda, hate, obviously being from Norristown, yeah. hated the Fanatic. I was in a car with Tommy and I happened to ask a very seemingly innocuous question. Hey, Tommy, what do you think about the Fanatic? <laughs> next thing you know, he starts going on and next thing you know, he's screaming at me, spitting at me and I, I can't turn the spigot off. Right? Like, That's what happened here with Nick.
3: Yeah. Uh, I asked him right? a similar question and I, I couldn't believe that, you know, that somebody would hate a. Mascot at all, or, you know, what he is. He's just, you know, it's a
8: class clown. But Tommy
3: legitimately hated it. Hey, really?
1: Yeah.
8: He wouldn't go out. And usually the manager back then would, would walk out the, the lineup card. And he would, because he did the neutral system, he would, the fanatic would get behind him and imitate You know the, the pigeon toad <laughs> yeah. you know, with the belly and everything. And the, the best was, right there you can see on the video. Yeah. Uh, but here's, here's the best part is Steve Sachs was a player on the Dodgers back then, right? Steve Sachs would, would get his uh, steal Sword is second jersey, and go into the Fanatics office and say, here's a jersey, don't tell anybody where you got it from. Oh. And he'd throw it in there, and then Dave Raymond would put it on the dummy that you're watching right now, and then next thing you know, the Lasorda would be screaming at his dugout, who gave him the jersey? Who gave him the jersey? I'm going to kill you guys. Oh, and it was one of his own players? It was one of his own oh, players. That's oh, funny. Right, Wow, Sachs.
3: Wow.
6: I, I, listen, I'm, we're looking at footage here. I almost feel like... He's just part of the act, and
2: he actually <laughs> loves a fanatic. There's probably a percentage that gets why that worked the way it did. But uh-huh. I, I, having met him and, and <laughs> interviewed and listening to the legend, I bet there's a solid yeah. uh, percentage of
8: actual legitimate loathing.
9: Yep. I <laughs> yeah, don't think he liked yeah. him.
8: Well, the, the other one too is uh, now this. I don't think this guy. I think this guy liked the fanatic, Bruce Bochy. Bruce Bochy, who's a manager for Padres or the right. Giants. Bruce Bochy has a huge head. I mean, it's right out of what, what was that movie? Head. Uh, oh yeah, it's <laughs> always about <laughs> being an accident. Head move. Like Sputnik. Um, but the uh, so the, the same thing that the players uh, before the game, the fanatic would be messing around in front of the visiting dugout, and it, uh, always whenever Bruce Bochy was manager, the players would say, "Fanatic, do Bochy, do Bochi. <laughs> so then the fanatic would get in front of the dugout. And he'd, he'd hold out his, like, arms like he's got a huge head. Right. And he'd be leaning to the right like the head is basically causing him to lean to the right and then leaning to the left like he's going to fall to the left, then right, then left. Then he'd fall down because he can't take the weight of his own head. That's and great. And Bruce Boach would stare at him just, just not, you know, no smile. Oh, and the players behind him would be dying in the dugout. Oh, wow. I, love,
2: I, love, I love seeing stuff like that. Oh, man. Yeah. It's, I you see moments like that in games
8: like this. You yeah. Know? Yeah. 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 All right. So three hours before, before game time. Block party.
0: Block
3: party.
8: Yeah. It's a 7.37 game Friday night. It is a 7.45 Saturday night a 2.37 on Sunday. Oh, and wow.
3: by the way, a uh, concert uh, at, in South Philly tomorrow night, too. So uh, prepare accordingly. I can take math tragedy, Do Tragics. Smashing it. Pumpkins. Smashing Pumpkins across the street, yeah. yeah. So um, I'm sure there will be a lot of people descending into the, the stadium complex. So if you can go via SEPTA, do
8: it. Yep. You know, who's Guard throwing it? out the first pitch, you know? Uh, we haven't announced it yet, but okay. I can tell you it's a uh, NLCS hero from years Past not too not next. too long ago. All right. Excellent. All right, wonderful. All right, John. We'll talk to you soon, man. Well, hopefully you're oh. going
0: to talk to me next <sighs> week. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, right. For real because yeah. that means let's we're in the World going. Series. Yeah, Most right. definitely. We'll keep it going. All right. All right, thanks, guys. John Brazier, Yay! director of fun and games, <laughs> with your Philadelphia Phillies. <laughs> All right, it's exciting, man. It it's is very very exciting. So. Uh, let's keep the excitement going. I want to go to this uh, caller. It's uh, George who's on the line. Hey, uh, George. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning. How are you today, George? I'm having a great day. Did something happen that makes you want to say you who? You hoo What'd you get, buddy?
9: What's that?
0: What did you get?
9: I won
0: $1,000. <laughs> I love it. George is the latest winner in MMR's Yoo-Hoo loot, adding to the large stack of cash that is being handed out from this radio station. Uh, George, whereabouts are you from, sir? I'm from Doylestown. From Doylestown, PA. Excellent. A and lovely hamlet. You did the uh, the text or the app, or how did you enter, sir? I did it with a text. Very oh. good. Wonderful. And we're happy to give you a thousand bucks. Uh and any idea what you might want to put some of that money towards? Well no, I think
6: now I might be putting it towards some Phillies Championship <laughs> Series.
0: Tickets. Yeah, how about that, man? <laughs> yeah. Nice job. All right, George, thank you for listening to MMR. We are delighted to give you a thousand dollars in cash, buddy. Yes. Thanks a lot, everybody. You got it. Congratulations. Yay! Courtesy of Horizon Services, and the next opportunity to win is in about 36 minutes, so we'll have another word coming up with Yoo-Hoo Loot. Uh, While we are talking uh, Philly sports, um, I wanted to mention this, uh, and maybe you've seen the story, but uh, the Eagles uh, are putting out a Christmas record, not the... Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, right, not yeah. the band,
6: are putting out a right. Christmas record. Yeah, we um when we had uh, Connor Barwin in not that long ago,
0: he had uh, alerted me to
6: this. I can't remember if it was on air or off. And we asked him
0: about it. He yeah. gave us some of the specifics. Yeah, yeah. he's the executive producer, right? Uh, on this, by the way. So in December, Vera Y Records is going to release a Philly special Christmas, a seven-song album, uh, showcases the vocal talents of uh, Jason Kelsey. Uh, and Lane Johnson and Jordan, uh, Milata all singing on this with some other, some guest musicians. Sure, and and some some
2: pretty good ones.
6: Yeah, Mm -hmm. there's
0: another, uh,
6: the... um, Oh, cheese and crackers, man. Cheese and Uh, crackers.
2: H-E double toothpicks.
6: I'm just so mad at myself. Jordan Davis. Okay, I I couldn't think of his name. Uh, Jordan Davis, uh, you know, the number one pick from uh, this past uh, draft. He's a decent singer as well. I don't know if he, you know, joined the roster a little too late to make an appearance on this Probably. I think
0: these guys have had this... In line for a while, and they, they they're buddies. so, Yeah. You know. But the thing about Jordan Mailata is like, he's actually like he's a really
6: good
2: singer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like oh he can carry a tune. Well, the proof will be in the uh, in the album
0: itself. Yeah. He
4: was on The Mass Singer a few months ago. He was. Yes. On the offset. Yes. The off- he was season. one of the one of yeah. the guys that
0: ended up on that show. Yeah. yeah. Away from that my show. dude! Like <laughs>
6: Jenny McCarthy. Oh my yeah. God! Uh-huh.
4: Oh, I can't. It's you! Who are you? I know we're not fans, but they put baseball on FS1 so that the Masked Singer could air last night.
0: They like, put baseball on FS1 so that the Masked Singer could air last night? Because
4: the Masked Singer is on Wednesdays, so they are putting baseball on other channels because the Mass Singer is so popular. Is so
0: popular? Yeah. Well, I don't network.
4: know. Did you guys hear the rumor that people are saying Tom Brady's on the Mass Singer?
0: No. Yes. Yeah, don't. because,
4: <laughs> because uh, Tom Brady decided to take off Wednesdays. This season, I mean, it's probably because he's old and he just needs an extra day off. But right. some somebody put out there yeah, into the internet though. world.
6: Yeah, the, I mean, I, I would imagine
0: they record it. Uh, but well, I think
4: they record don't it don't on know. Wednesdays, whatever it might be. It would be just cool though. Fun facts.
0: So, uh, would you guys like to hear a little bit of this? Yes. yes. Okay, let's play. Uh, and what song is this, Casey? Uh, is this a uh, P- baby? Please come home.
4: Uh, uh, Santa Claus is coming to okay, town.
0: That's what I'm All right, here, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> That's what I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear an isolated yeah, a uh, a solo in there. And I assume that's Kelsey. It It sounded like him. Yeah. Uh, So the album is produced by Charlie Hall of uh, War on Drugs and executive produced by Connor Barwin. Right. Um, And by the way, the Vera Y label combines the names of uh, Barwin's daughter, Vera, and Kelsey's daughter, Wyatt. So that's Um. that's hence the name, Vera Y. Uh, The first single is um, Christmas Baby, Please Come Home which was originally done by uh, Darlene Love. Phil Spector produced it. Uh, and Kelsey, and actually all three of them sing on that song. Uh, and it also features 98-year-old wonder Marshall Allen of the Sun Ra Orchestra on saxophone. And it comes out on Black Friday. Uh, the album, which includes a dramatic recitation of The Night Before Christmas with Meryl Reese, accompanied by Zach Miller of Dr. Dog on Piano, will be released in its entirety on green vinyl and all digital services on December 23rd. Uh, starting in late November, the vinyl will be available for pre-order on phillyspecialchristmas.com.
2: <laughs> and that, that's, that that seems interesting. They've yeah. obviously taken a, a very traditional approach to the music. The uh, Merrill Reese recitation should be kind of interesting. And, uh,
0: uh,
2: and, and w- w- did you mention the, the, the sales
0: benefit? Uh, no, I did not. It's going to be uh, proceeds will benefit Philadelphia's Children's Crisis Treatment Center. All right, noble cause. And they help fund a toy drive to fulfill a holiday wish lists of children who have experienced trauma early in their lives.
2: So that the album cover is a riff on the Charlie Brown Christmas album. Uh, I wonder well, if they, they
0: had to pay for that. They did. So yeah. the, um, they apparently got the permission of the estate of Charles Schultz oh. right, to do that. All right, uh, cool. So I don't know if they, I doubt they needed to pay for it. I right, think they probably because it a charity, charity yeah. thing. Uh, so the One con- million dollars. It's <laughs> the concept of Vince uh, uh Trio's 1965 album of A Charlie Brown Christmas. And so they started recording it this year and then they uh, completed it in July uh, before uh, training camp started, yeah, and got it together. That's a big, um, the big, the the big
2: secret in the world of recording these albums. Simo- they're they're not recorded around the holidays. Obviously, yeah. they're being released around the holidays, yep. so they're usually recorded when it's a uh, hundred degrees outside. Right. I'm excited about this, and I've been
6: talking to somebody about having uh, the players on to promote it. Uh, you know, like this is a bye week, so. Uh, but I was really aiming for for a camp out. I <laughs> hope that be yeah, because mm-hmm.
0: maybe yeah. they could come and sing a little bit of it live, and we get the crowd involved to sing. the, we ever- the- for uh, the chorus. I'm a freaking, freaking, freaking. band right? freaking
3: band. Yeah, we <laughs> can pull that off. I have no idea what his post-playing uh career days are going to look like, but if Jason Kelsey wanted to get into politics, he could win the mayoral race in the city so easily. That dude is just beloved. He, he could win president of earth. <laughs> like it, it's remarkable. He does everything right. He yeah. he knows how to um he knows what Philly is like. He knows what the, the the mood of the town is. Uh he's just he's great. I'm so glad he's on this team because he's just a really easy guy to root for.
0: He's maybe poised to be on the broadcast side of things. Yeah. You yeah. know? He's got a uh he's got a great um uh straight ahead look at everything. He doesn't BS around. Mm-hmm. He's also
3: kinda funny, you know? Yeah he's
0: funny. Add some humor to the broadcast. Yeah, yeah
6: he, he um he does a podcast with his brother, Travis, every week. And I just love the um, the honesty that they, they both like, so it was funny because, uh, like two weeks in a row, both players, like Jason Kelsey got, uh, mauled by a player on the, on the lions. Right. And, and Travis, brought this up, and, and Jason was like, a matter of fact. About it I was like, yeah, I got my ass kicked. This, this is football, and this is what happens. Sometimes right. you get the best better of somebody, and sometimes they get the better of you. And then the very following week, Travis got picked up and slammed down, and they brought that up, and, and they're just so matter of fact about it. And, you know, it, it, they're not, like, embarrassed by it or, or anything. It's what they do. The yeah, it's what they do.
0: By the oh, way, anybody's, speaking of the Eagles, I just saw this. Anybody see that Andy Reid commercial where he's drawing oh, mustaches? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Drawing mustaches he's on him. Yeah, he's Players I are asleep. Uh-huh. And, and uh, number one, I didn't recognize him at first because <gasps> oh. he wasn't wearing a hat. Yeah. And I'm used to seeing him with a hat on. And then I was like, oh, my God, that's him. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's drawing mustaches <laughs> I, on the players that have fallen asleep on the Blaine's face. I was shocked that he has good comedic timing. Yeah. yeah. It, he, he was like, good. He's good in the end. Yeah. At the yeah. very end when he's like, We're, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was it was funny. It was impressive. Yeah. Uh by the way, uh the other songs on the Christmas album include uh White Christmas, the classic. Who's uh, who do they say who handles that one? And it's no, it doesn't. All right. Uh, so I'm not sure who's it, it's it's the, the the uh the release about it gives a little bit. So uh Johnson leads the way on Elvis Presley's blue Christmas. Uh and uh it's uh, and uh Malata ends up showing off his falsetto in White Christmas, so he has a solo in that all song, right. and they do Merry Christmas, baby. so I'm not sure who all is singing what and who has the lead on what.
6: You know what, guys?
0: Uh, maybe for next year, we do an M.M. Merry Christmas. M.M. M. Merry Christmas. I like that, where yeah. all the staff members take a song and sing it. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Steve, what would you do?
2: All right, you have to give me some time to think about oh, that. Right. Yeah, I, it, I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking about the marketing possibilities. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, by the way, it was recorded at Rittenhouse Soundworks and Silent Partner Studios in Germantown and at Rob Hyman of the Hooters Elm Street Studios okay. in Conshohocken. Mm. And Hyman played organ and accordion, and Eric Bazilian uh, plays the mandola on Blue Christmas.
9: Oh,
6: wow. Yeah, There's cool.
0: Hyman all over it. Yeah. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> no, no, you're right. Yeah, got him all over. All right, uh, with that, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We're going to get to. Don't forget, we have more money to give away with you. Who loot on the way next will be the bizarre finals. Make sure you don't miss out on it. We'll be back in a second. Stay put.
7: 3 WMMR proudly supports the 4th Annual Market Street Run for Blue. This Sunday, you can run or walk this 5-mile course down Market Street, starting and ending in Old City, with proceeds benefiting the Philadelphia Police Foundation and awards for top finishers in multiple age groups. Click events at WMMR.com for all the details and to get signed up. It's the Market Street Run for Blue. This
0: Sunday, ninety-three-three WMMR, putting Philly first. All right, so we're going to do the B-File, and then we'll uh, get you a shot
1: at you, hoo Loot, so here we go. Now, WMMR presents Dizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre oh yeah.
0: Brought to you by Primo Hoagies. Watch the game with some friends this week, and you can score big and serve in style if you're having them over with Primo Hoagies. Order online at primohogies.com. It's not just a hoagie. It is a Primo. This story is out of Italy. At least a dozen coffins. Have been left dangling in the air after the collapse of a four-story building containing burial niches at the oldest cemetery in Naples. So
2: we're assuming that they're populated coffins.
0: Uh, Yes. Yeah. It is the second such incident at the site this year, with critics blaming the poor management of cemeteries in the southern Italian city. I don't want to see this. Authorities sealed off the cemetery, the biggest in Naples, by the way, as an investigation into the collapse of the marble building called the Resurrection. Uh, So maybe they're about to come back to life. Uh, It got underway. No visitors were at the cemetery at the time of the collapse.
9: (laughs) Spaghetti.
0: The collapse was uh, preceded by a bang and a dense cloud of dust. God, we're looking at a picture of it. Yep. Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah, it's a really tall building, uh, uh, which is just stacked of, uh, of coffins, and they're hanging out. It almost looks like it's an artistic statement. A separate investigation is continuing about the uh, uh, after about 300 burial niches were uh. destroyed in the collapse of a building in another area of the cemetery in January. Uh, families of the Dead held a protest on uh, Tuesday. Sounds like a great movie. It does, isn't it? Families, families of, of the, the dead? dead. Hi, my name is Morty. Yeah. One of the dead was my uncle. Uh, politicians say the city cemeteries have not been looked after for years, so they're trying to get to the bottom of (laughs) it. Families of the dead. A 38-year-old man has been charged in the fatal stabbing of his younger brother, who was found on the front porch of the family's Kansas City home with a sword in his chest. Wow. Old school. If that wasn't bad enough, uh, wait till you hear the reason. That apparently he killed his brother. Prosecutors have charged Aaron K. Wynn with second-degree murder and the death of his brother, uh, Carl Wynn. The killing occurred at the family's home. A witness told police that he had arrived at the house to complete a work order. The witness spoke with Carl Wynn and got permission to go into the backyard to complete the work. And as he walked toward the back of the home, he heard screaming coming from the porch. When he went to check out what was happening, he saw two women outside the home pointing towards a porch where the victim was with a sword through his chest. By the time police arrived, Carl Wynn was dead. Responding officers found Aaron Wynn inside a bedroom, and he was taken into custody. As he was being escorted out of the house, police told him the sword belonged to his brother, and he had committed suicide. (laughs) Uh, Police originally labeled his death suspicious. They determined the cause of Carl's death was multiple sharp force entries and ruled it a homicide. So he wasn't good at suicide. While being questioned... No, he didn't commit suicide. While being questioned by police, Wynn told them that he had an argument with his brother earlier in the day Mm -hmm. about the oven being shut off while Wynn was trying to cook a pizza.
2: (laughs) You've had more stories about murder directly related to food. Yeah. And the anticipation of food. Mm-hmm. That's what's becoming of this world.
6: I'm trying... I'm, I'm thinking that
0: maybe there were some underlying issues going on. You there. think there was probably lasagna,
2: too? Well, <laughs> yeah.
0: I think the ultimate <laughs> irony would be... If it was a Tombstone pizza, oh it'd be awesome. Because yeah. i actually like Tombstone pizzas. Uh, he told police he was upset over what he classified as his so good you'll want to ram a sword in your chest. Evil wrongdoing regarding the oven. By the way, do they still make Tombstone? <laughs> oh frozen? yeah, oh they yeah. do. Yeah. Okay. I haven't...
3: What do you want on your Tombstone?
0: Yeah, I remember the old campaign, yeah. but I didn't know if they still made yeah. those. I, I haven't go... bought a frozen pizza. In a what long do you time. want
3: on your dilapidated Italian mausoleum? <laughs> I go back and forth between Tombstone and uh, DiGiorno. With one of my frozen pizzas both are, both are competitive. I think um, both. Uh, did you, I'll, I'm probably going to give Giorno a, a, a little bit more. But Tombstone, not
6: bad. Guys, mm-hmm. the Acme um, oh, yeah? brand mm-hmm. is, yeah, the, like the Rising Crust stuff. Good
0: yeah. call. It is, You're right. It's really, really good. good. Yeah. I'm just yeah. going
4: to throw out Newman's Own when it's on sale. Try one of those.
0: Okay. I don't think I've ever had Newman's Own. Wynn played a Facebook video that was over 18 minutes long for detectives that allegedly showed him arguing with his brother and threatening him with a taser. In a second Facebook live post about 40 minutes later, Wynn stated, it's hard to be non, a nonviolent man, but mother effer won't let you. Mother effers won't let you. They want you to be violent. They want you to F up. That's why I don't like to fight. You're, you're going to see me die if I put my hands on you. My sons ain't going to see me in the cage. For for a pizza. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wins being held in $750,000 bond. Should have wow. stuck with the taser.
6: Yeah. yeah. I Deep. think he said,
0: don't tase me, bro. And yeah. that's why well, he didn't tase don't me. Don't tase me, doe. Uh, after, <laughs> listen to this, man. After three missions in space, Russian cosmonaut uh, Oleg Artemyev, ran into difficulty on Earth when he drove over a colleague on a dark road outside Moscow less than three weeks after returning from his latest orbiting mission.
2: (gasps) I thought you were a speed
0: bump. (laughs) Artemyev didn't see uh, an employee of the Star City Cosmonaut Training Center who was crossing the road in the dark late Monday. Oh, man. Uh, Artemyev uh, immediately provided first aid assistance. Uh, The victim, uh, uh, Anatoly Oronov, uh, who was hospitalized with several fractures, uh, is uh, doing better, uh, Rosmosco, uh, R- I'm sorry, Roscosmos Roscosmos. emphasized that uh, Artemyev was sober and immediately called police uh, and an ambulance. Uh, by the way, the 51-year-old had returned from his third mission on the International Space Station, which brought his total time spent in orbit at 561 days. If only our vehicles had something that projected light out in front of them. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy that he was up in space and then yeah. does this happen. All right, and then finally, we'll do one more story, and this is a fun one. Uh, John McDonough has been driving a New York City cab for 40 years. Nine years ago, he said, I pick up this guy. Well, that guy was fellow Irishman Shane Gaffney from Dublin, Ireland, who was a student in the city at the time. And when McDonough dropped him off, Shane did not have enough money to pay the fare. He said uh, he owned a bar in Dublin. And I said, yeah, everybody owns a bar in Dublin. <laughs> and he says, no, I can actually I can get you some free pints of Guinness. Uh, So then they figured out how many pints McDonough could get if he ever went to Dublin. He said, uh, we work out almost like Wall Street brokers. What was the exchange rate between the dollar and the euro? And then we figured out what the price of a pint was, and it came out to two pints of Guinness. Now, keep in mind, this is all going on at 4 o'clock in the morning. Shane wrote down an IOU to McDonough uh, to come to his parents' pub in Dublin and say, Shane Gaffney sent me from America and uh, two free Guinness on me. And he said, I took him up on it nine years later. In wow. September, he went to Dublin. <laughs> he cashed in on his two pints of Guinness with Shane and his parents. And the media went crazy for the story. Uh, Gaffney and Son Pub, it was, that's the name of a Gaffney and Son Pub, had a banner welp- welcoming McDonough. Uh, he said that his mother was at the bar and she says this to me, she goes... What was my son doing in your cab at four in the morning?
2: <laughs> Listen, I don't drink. Why didn't you just use your mouth on me? Oh,
0: my uh, God. And I said, you know what? He was working at St. Vincent's DePaul, the night shift. He was just getting off, and it was a little short on money, so that's what happened. And she didn't throw Shane under the bus. He said, <laughs> no, I saved him.
2: Those, uh, that whole family-run pub vibe in Ireland is so... Wonderful! It's so cool. When we were in um, Newcastle West, mm-hmm. yeah, a small uh, town, uh, every, there were all these family-owned bars, and they all had
0: their own vibe. It was just terrific. Yeah, and we ended up hanging out with those family members. Yeah, and we we went to some private party, from some private family party at one of the pubs, which is a couple pubs down from where we were broadcasting, had such a great time. We got back from
2: something late. I mean, we were there over. We, we, you know, the Guinness was giving away pubs. We were at Y one hundred at the time, and I was, mm-hmm. my wife was with me, and and uh, we got impressed. I don't know if you remember, but they, they actually went upstairs to their own kitchen, not the kitchen in the bar, because they, you know they were kind of closed for that, yeah. and they made. They made Clara sandwich.
3: Uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of Guinness, have you seen the commercials with Joe Montana and uh, advertising Guinness? Have no. not. They're very interesting to me. They're really straightforward. There's, it's not gimmicky at all. It's not even Joe Montana like hawking the beer. Yeah. It's just uh, it's black and white like the beer is. Um. And I I just for whatever reason got completely sucked into this ad. And I was like, this is a really good commercial. We yeah, have the audio of it, Nick. Dad, can I talk to you? <laughs> for Don't now? stop it. Right, yeah. <laughs> Weird. You know what <laughs> I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, did it make you thirsty?
3: It made me want a Guinness. Yeah, yeah, it absolutely worked. And uh, yeah, it just—if you see it, take note of it because I'm—I wonder if I'm the only one. All right, cool. Uh, listen, we have about a minute and a half before we
0: have to get to you, Hulu. I can uh, burn through a couple of shards here real yes, quick if you true. don't mind. Uh, this says, hey, I reached out to Nick, who told me you were the person to reach out to for a shard out. My wife, Casey Young, has been a listener since she was 10 years old. 10 years, man. And she's now turning 33. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Uh, she's been trying to get on the show one way or another, where I was calling in or applying to participate in the Harry Potter contest. Uh, the only time she made it on the show was when Kathy mentioned she saw a girl... Walking in Bridgeport, listening to your show out loud, and yes, she was too shy to say hi, but well aware of who Kathy was. Uh, She's the best wife, dog mom, and future mother to our child, and I know it would mean a lot uh, to get a mention on the show. Her birthday is October 18th, so it was a couple days ago, so happy birthday, Carrie. And that is, uh, I'm sorry, happy birthday to Casey from Carrie, by the way. We hope to meet her someday. Yeah. here The campout's coming up. Is a, another one, and it says uh, this is for he wants. A, this is from Jonathan uh, D'Amino, who wants a shout out for his cousin in law, Phil Rector, in parentheses, nearly killed her, <laughs> uh, who lives outside of Washington D.C. It'll be his thirty fifth birthday. He usually, <laughs> podcasts the show the morning after it's aired, while he goes for is like a billion mile run. <laughs> and any morning you get a chance to read this on air would be fantastic. Uh, since I did not get him a birthday present this year or any year, actually. <laughs> uh, thank you, and have a safe flight. That's from Jonathan, so here's a shout-out, and happy I like, birthday. Brilliant. They clearly know the show. I know. Hang on, Casey. I'm going to make this one up. I know it's already, okay. Okay, but the last one so says... So this can, email doesn't exist? This is from... No, no, no. It's <laughs> oh. from the 8th. Oh. Uh, hey, can I get a shout-out from my beautiful wife, Lauren, who will be running the Chicago Marathon on October 9th? Whoops. Oh, I hope oh, you she did well. Did okay. <laughs> yep. Uh, she's the reason I haven't missed a show since 2007. And now our 10 and seven year old daughters look forward to uh, parts of the show. Parts uh, of yeah, the show. He says. Thank sh- you for everything you do for the city of Philadelphia and the surrounding areas. <laughs> you guys work. That is from Ed Ogg. He said, if it's after the ninth, if it's after the ninth, uh, for finishing would be great too, because I know she's going to kill it. That's what he said. So here you go. Shout out and congratulations on for winning the marathon. Yeah, on winning. <laughs> All right. um, Yeah, it's 10 o'clock.
7: Here it is. MMRs. Yoo-hoo loot. Now, listen up. Here's your keyword. Words credit.
0: C-R-E-D-I-T. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways for you to do it. Text the special contest short code number, which is 45911, or enter it via the MMR app at WMMR.com. One random entry wins $1,000 in this company-wide contest, and each winner gets a call from Beasley. So be sure to answer your phone. Contest rules at WMMR.com. Sponsored by Horizon Services. So I'll give you that word one more time. It's up to you to enter it. It's CREDIT, C-R-E-D-I-T. Good luck. We're going to take a break. Coming back in a moment. Stay with us.
5: Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Well, check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on MMR's mobile app. Celebrate the coziest season with Acme. They're bringing all the fall flavors to you. From pumpkin everything to caramel apples and all your seasonal favorites, Make the most of fireside dinners, game-winning touchdowns, and warm family gatherings. Acme's here to help you spice, season, and savor every moment. You'll find fresh inspiration, chef-curated recipes, on-demand cooking classes, and more just waiting to be enjoyed. So slow down and fall into flavor at acmemarkets.com slash fall. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: Um, Lesson question. We are going to give away a pair of tickets for the Philly Burger Brawl that's been rescheduled uh, for November 6th uh, because of uh, the Phils playing this coming Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's going to be at Xfinity Live. The question that I have for you this morning, which restaurateur does Casey sometimes pray for? <laughs> <laughs> 215-263-WMMR.
9: <laughs>
0: all right, let's see if you heard that earlier this morning, all right? Which restaurateur does Casey sometimes pray for? That's strange. In the 7 o'clock hour, two one five two six three 263 wmmr Let's see if you know. We'll do the trash while you call in. The trash business
1: is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR. With Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash.
0: Brought to you this morning by Jersey Mike's. Planning your game day football feast. Jersey Mike's has got you covered with everything you need for a great party or tailgate. You can order ahead on Jersey Mike's app and skip the line. Jersey Mike's a sub above. What's up this morning, Steve?
2: Well, the new movie Amsterdam being called the box office bomb of the year because it cost $200 million to make and virtually no tickets were sold. In fact, the response to Amsterdam has been so bad that paperwork has been filed for a name change by the actual city of Amsterdam. (laughs) Oh,
1: my God. In
2: a recent Rolling Stone interview, Carrie Underwood says she loses respect for any artist who can't. Can't sound the way they do on their albums. Underwood says that's why she has such high regard for Millie Vanilli. (laughs) On a recent episode of the Kardashians, mominger Kris Jenner says she wants her uh, after-death instructions to be save her bones and make jewelry out of them. In the same episode, Chloe reveals she has asked that her pelvis be turned into a carport.
0: (laughs) 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 Let's go to the phones, get an answer to the question, which restaurateur does Casey sometimes pray for? And James is our first caller in, so we're going to go to him. Hi, James. Morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Good, James. All right, so which restaurateur does Casey sometimes pray for? (laughs) Got to be Colonel Sanders. Yes. Colonel Sanders. Hang on, James. Got yourself a pair of tickets for Philly Burger Brawl, which has been scheduled now for November 6th, a Sunday. And uh, you can enjoy unlimited samples of burgers from over 60 of the area's leading restaurants and chefs, plus live music and activities all day. Tickets are on sale now. Proceeds benefit both the Philly Parks and Rec at Risk Teen Initiative and the school district of Philadelphia's after school programming, WMR.com to get all the details. Do you
2: realize we've had back to back days where we focused in part on Kentucky Fried Chicken? Uh, it was uh, Nick's fight with Andrea's his girlfriend, about fried chicken. Oh, that's right. And we ended up talking about Extra Crispy. Yeah. And uh, today it was a tribute to Colonel, Colonel uh, Sanders himself. Yeah. And it's also
6: that guy's birthday, George Weiner. Oh and yeah! Who played Colonel Sanders? We played
0: Colonel Sanders <laughs> in Spaceballs? Mm-hmm. It all comes back to the Colonel. Full circle. We got one more day to fit in a Colonel Sanders <laughs> reference. we well, do it. We can do it
3: tomorrow. Yeah. Probably a little connoisseur action. Uh, yeah. yeah. This is true. Yeah. All right, we'll yeah, find a way. We'll see about that.
0: All right. Uh, music
1: news. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3 WMMR.
0: Brought to you by uh, Dylan's RV Center. And you're going to find the hottest deals of the year on thousands of RVs from New Jersey top dealers at the Wildwood RV Show. And that's October 21st through the 23rd at the Wildwoods Convention Center. Slash says that Guns N' Roses have a couple of epic songs left to release. Really? Yeah, he said in an interview recently, I want to go in and cut a whole brand new record at some point, probably sooner than later. Do you think they're going to cover the song from First Blood? Oh, I don't know. What was it? There's a road? Or... There's a long road. There's a long road. Uh, but other than that, he said it's we still have... a long road. And it hurts you tea. no. and uh, but other than that, we have stuff he said that's still got to come out. So that's going to be coming out piecemeal over the next few months or something along those lines. <laughs> uh, so that's basically it. We have one more tour left to do next summer. And then that'll free us up to be able to go in and work on a new record. <laughs> uh, Slash also revealed that the band recorded songs during the pandemic saying there's a handful of those songs that we absolutely fixed up and uh, did when we were in lockdown. Those have yet to be released. Uh, so those are going to come out. I don't think they're in any
2: mad rush to release music. Uh, no. He said... It's a long <laughs> road. I like this.
0: <laughs> when
6: you're on your own. That almost worked. It, I, I, do it again. I can do it again. Yeah. All right.
0: I'm I'm gonna gonna again. This is Casey's version. okay <laughs> It's a long road. <laughs> it has that Guns N' Roses when touch. All yeah. right, okay. uh, is ever. Just... Out,
1: out.
0: <laughs> We're gonna put out like uh, one or two of the songs, and there's another one or two songs, and I think that's gonna be pretty much all of them. I'm not sure exactly how many we did in
3: total. He said, "This is... one's from over the top." You remember a song called "Can't We Try," a duet with Vonda Shepard? No. All right, because that guy. Is Dan Hill, and he's the one that sang it's a long road. Oh, do you remember that song, Preston? What is it called? And
2: it hurts
0: it's called uh, No. I remember the song. Sometimes when we touch, yeah,
9: sometimes
0: the- when we touch, touch. the yeah. honesty's too much, and, and I have, have to close, close my eyes. eyes to know that's know where it you're is. There, yeah, something like that. Yeah. I
2: that- wanna crush you till you die.
0: <laughs> no, I wanna hold you till I, I, I die. I wanna hold you
2: till I die. So till we both break down and cry. Yeah. I want to hold you till the
9: fear in me subsides. <laughs> Hi.
2: <laughs>
3: Dan Hill. Dan uh, Hill. But I don't know Can't We was Try. It... Was that the one you were asking about? Yeah, a, a duet with Vonda Shepard that I guess was a bit of a hit. Uh, What's it called? Can't, can't We Try.
2: Can't We Try. <laughs> We've got tomorrow.
0: No, I don't Let's know make
9: that. it live. <laughs>
0: He also established
9: himself
0: as a songwriter who produced songs for artists such as George Benson and Celine Dion.
2: So, Dan Hill, was Dan Hill part of a duet at a certain point? Yeah, I... with the, the one he said with Vonda Shepard. Oh, and I'm, 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 I should say he was part of a uh, two-person band. Of a duo. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't know. As in, like, you know. No, no, I'm thinking of England Dan and John Ford Coley.
0: Wow. wow. That sounds vaguely familiar.
2: Nick, if you could look that up. Who they, was it? They had England Dan and John Ford Coley. They had Coley? One of those, I believe that was the name. Uh, they had a uh, one or two hits. Yeah. They,
3: they look like straight out of the 70s. Yes, exactly. Uh, totally. Yacht Rock, kind of. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, a,
0: I'd really love to see it tonight. Because i really
2: love to see it. I'm not talking about moving
5: in. <laughs> and I don't want to change your life. But there's a one window when the sun's out. And I'd really love to see you tonight. i
9: really love to see you tonight.
5: <laughs> right, Kyle?
9: What is this?
0: This is Can't We Try? Okay, all right, let's see if we know this. Listen to this song. This doesn't sound familiar at all. Oh, I remember this.
7: And I've been sleeping with your dad <laughs> love you so much that it
9: hurts inside. Are you listening? Please listen Please to me. Listen to me,
3: <laughs> listen to me girl. Can we
9: try? Just a little bit. More. Oh, you do it? Just a little Gentlemen. bit more. Okay. Can we try to understand that this love will fight? Not,
0: yeah, I remember this. That's not ringing a bell.
9: I took a dump in your
0: fire
9: <laughs> And I never felt the same.
0: He still wants to be able to make it try. Right. Yeah. right. Even though he. I can't get past it, babe. Yep.
2: It still smells like corn in there.
0: All right. Anyhow. Rest <laughs> in
2: peace. He's, oh, is he dead? Oh, oh my I God. Yeah, it was a murder suicide, but he was the only one in
0: bomb. Oh, no, he's the only one. <laughs> oh, he's still alive. All right. Keep going. So, so he's the one that sang that song at the end of... Rambo. Rambo. I think we were talking about Guns N' Roses. Right. We were, we were done yes. talking about All Guns right. N' Roses. Now we're talking about Motley Crue. Right. Uh They're promising a major announcement. Uh, oh, the uh, is, is, uh, closing up shop and nine more years of touring? No. At yes. some point this morning, they're going to mention that. And uh, many are expecting it to be news about the band's 2023 plans. Multiple sources are reporting... Uh, the rumor that guitarist John Five might be subbing for Mick Mars, who has been battling health issues over the years. Has his uh, medical issue, have they, uh, so he's been battling that for years. In fact, in the movie, The
2: Dirt, yep, he when he just joined the band, he had medical issues. Yeah. But has it accelerated recently?
0: Don't know. I haven't heard anything about it in quite some time. So uh, maybe we'll find out more as, yeah. uh, as this story uh, develops. Brian Johnson recalled the one and only time he had actually crossed paths with ACDC's Bon Scott, the man that he would replace in 1980. In his new memoir called The Lives of Brian, set for release on the 25th, uh, Johnson writes about how in in the early 1970s his band Gordy was playing on the same bill as Scott's pre-fame band Fang, uh, who were the opening act. And he said he was one of the wildest-looking cats I'd ever seen. Coconut bob hair, a blinking beard. He looked like an elf, but F me, the guy could sing. Uh, What he was singing wasn't rock and roll, though. It was more like prog folk along the lines of Jethro Tull's Living in the Past, only proggier and folkier. At one point, he even whipped out a wooden recorder... And started to play in a way that it would have brought tears to the eyes of Mrs. Patterson, my old teacher. That's uh, that's not what you would now, imagine. Uh, Johnson went on to write, he said, I never saw bond again, and I'm very sorry to say, but it's so strange to me that our fate's entwined on that one night on the Torquay seafront in the freezing cold, and I wish that I could have gotten to know him better. It's oh. wild that, um,
2: yeah. again, that... The replacement singer would go on to work
0: on the seminal album associated with the band. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very rare that something like that happens. And uh, uh, they went on to, you know, exceed their their former fame with Bon Scott. Uh, And speaking of metalheads, Judas Priest bassist Ian Hill says the band's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame appearance could be a catalyst for reconciliation with former guitarist K.K. Downing or... It could make things worse. <laughs> uh, yeah, one or the other. He said, Never say never, put it like that. Downing's going to be there at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He's going to get up and play some songs with us there. It's kind of a, I guess, a, a long road back, right? Yeah, he said it yeah. might
9: kickstart. <laughs> <road laughs> I didn't even
0: see that when you said it.
3: Dude, I, I missed it entirely, too. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice work by you two. That was it's really good. Iron I enjoyed <laughs> that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrific. <laughs> um,.
0: <laughs> <bring you now. laughs> no, that <was> good <laughs> he said it might start, kick start something
9: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> just, that's already
2: hot keyed I oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: god <sighs> <laughs> should we start playing that at the end of the show like oh, you do? Yeah, it's oh, the right, end right, credits right. for like, a movie, oh, yeah. Rambo. We should do it at the yes, end of our show. The most <laughs> dour ending uh, of
2: a show, possible.
6: But I love, uh, which, but I love all of our shows. Long
9: road. It's
0: a long road. <laughs> uh, <it> <laughs> I forgot where I live. <laughs> and it hurts when they okay. Uh, He sewed my address in my shirt. uh, He continued saying, it might kickstart something I don't know. On the other hand, it might just pull us apart. All right, there you go. That's it. (laughs) That's all we have in music news for you. Santa's got to go. Santa's
1: got to go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Santa's got to (laughs) go. I need
0: you to stop talking. (laughs) Dude. What? Uh,
6: Just... It's almost Friday. We so, just if, yeah. we, if we break right now, come back, it'll, do the letter, and then, then
0: it'll be Friday. It'll be Friday. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so let's just do that. No sad, bro. We'll <laughs> take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Letter of the Day for the Word of the Week. We're gonna return. Stay with us.
5: Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out The Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: The Preston and Steve radio program coming to a close for this Thursday morning. Good time had by all, hopefully, you included. Uh, as we had some great guests and gave some money away and just uh, kicked around a bunch of things, we talked about Colonel Sanders. <laughs> we sure did. We sang some songs. <laughs> some learned the Rambo songbook. I love that we. I think it's almost every day. You know how Christopher Walken, yeah. in every movie he makes, has at least a... Almost every movie he makes has a short little dance moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We sing a song yeah. almost every day on We the show. sing a song,
2: and it's beyond stereotypical being a Philadelphia show, but... Virtually every day, there's some Stallone reference.
9: Yeah, that um, too. And, and it
2: seems so obvious, yeah. but
0: it, I can't. He, he's woven within the fabric of this uh, this great city. But I love the fact that we that at some point we break out in a song without. We never plan it. We never say we're going to sing a song. It just no. happens. You know, it's like being in a, in a pub in Ireland. Absolutely. People just start singing. Go Trying ahead. to
2: explain to people that you don't know certain American artists, that's like right. Ry Cooter. <laughs> um, yes.
0: Oh, God. I want to thank our guest in the studio, Ari Yay! Hey. Yeah. Hey. Oh, he's great. Uh, he's yes. performing at uh, Helium Comedy Club Friday and Saturday, uh, 7.30 and 10 p.m. Show tonight sold out. Shows will probably sell out this weekend, so get those tickets now. And he's got his special coming out in uh, a, a couple of weeks. Yeah, oh, November 2nd, I think he yeah. said. It's titled Jew. <laughs> he's he's That's great. That's just uh-huh. the name of it. And, so And what a world traveler we learned today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a great conversation with him. Uh, John Brazier. Yay. Yeah. Director of Fun and Games with your Philadelphia Phillies. Game three for the NLCS is tomorrow night at the ballpark. Three hours before the first pitch, uh, events start happening there, which is 7.37, by the way, is when the game officially starts. Uh, but, uh, yeah, three hours before that, you can gather, start to have a good time, all kinds of stuff going
2: on. Every time brazier has been on this show, they won
0: yeah. after that mm-hmm. appearance. So we gotta so we're, we're uh, got to keep that yep. going. Continue that. Um, and I think that's it as far as guests go. Pierre is here. Hey, man.
1: Uh, have you heard there's a Rocky musical? Yeah, My daughter saw it last week. Okay. She loved it. Uh, Yeah, we've been mentioning that on the weekend calendar on Fridays. I don't know how long it runs for, but... Yeah. Um, I think it was, on, it was on Broadway for a while. I remember that. Oh, really? yeah. so okay. the, the That year that it debuted, there were a few
2: nominations yeah. for Tony's. So, uh, and your daughter loved it? She loved it. It's at the Walnut Street Theater. And, and
6: um, I believe the girl, the woman who plays Adrian uh, here, it went to Mary and Mercy
0: Academy. Oh. Yeah, so she to high school right around this area. Yeah, they've been working on that for a while. So, I'd say it's probably been a long road. That, it's
9: it yeah.
0: <laughs> made it to the... Uh, <laughs> What and I stage. would have
1: fallen right into that. <laughs> you'd <laughs> waited toys. just another second to play the song. <laughs> I, go, I, I guess it took them a while to get the production up and running.
2: <laughs> yeah, you have to take a show out on the road. I, I and it not. is a long road. I feel like we road. have
6: in the past, and I'd love to do it again, uh, name <laughs> that end
0: uh movie yeah. credit end credit and credit song especially from the 1980s cuz they no all doubt. have this I love similar vibe to them and we did sure. do it a long long time ago and it ago. was hard
2: but a lot of fun and then yep. there's the one that I I need to accrue more and maybe I'll call upon your expertise Pierre the the subtitle to a song like uh, you, you know what i'm oh, saying yes. So it's the the title that you think it is, but it also has more to the title. Yeah. Like, like Hemorrhage in My in my Hands.
1: Right. From Fuel. Right. Or mm-hmm. a Jimi Hendrix voodoo child in parentheses slight return.
2: Right, right, yeah. right. And yeah. I, so to go with that, the, the parenthetical, That's... and see if they can oh, name this thing. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll try it. it. All right.
0: Um, so letter of the day. Yes. Preston and Steve (laughs) on
1: 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by The Letter. I, as in, it's been a long road. (laughs) Yeah. It has. (laughs) It's a long road. When you're.
0: All right, we're gonna give away on uh tomorrow a Zeke round barbecue and fire pit. Oh kit they're
2: wonderful, especially on chilly evenings.
0: <laughs> From Landis Block and Landis Block you can start imagining your own backyard paradise by looking into the photo gallery online. Uh, at dot They have some
2: great stuff. If you ever go on their site? Really, really cool stuff. Excellent. Yeah.
0: What's up on your program today, uh, sir?
1: You Who Loot Possibilities at noon and 3 p.m. Uh, also, uh, Workforce Blocks of Tom Petty and Leonard Skinner and you too. And a reminder that tomorrow in the noon hour, Billy Corgan will be stopping by. Jane's Addiction and uh, Smashing Pumpkins are playing the big joint tomorrow evening. Excellent. Uh, so it uh, should be um, quite a, a day tomorrow and a fun day today.
2: Wonderful. I, I know that Billy Corgan's a big sports guy. And I'm, I'm, so. I, I'm sure he's gonna. it'll be exciting for him to be here with all that's
1: going on here. If you're going to that concert, yeah. you might want to allow a lot of extra time, yeah. however. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I went to the Phils game last Friday, and it, listen, there's normal Philly traffic on a Friday afternoon, and it took a while to get in. So, uh, you know, there's 45,000 people going to the game, and then just people going down to party and stuff, and then put on top of that a concert across the street. So yeah, right. Give yourself plenty of time if you're heading to South Philly tomorrow. Good idea.
0: Wonderful. Uh, Let me thank our sponsors, Preston and Steve Show, brought to you today by Duncan. The Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also, Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, and by Squeezed.com. Feel great and lose weight with Squeezed. Tomorrow on our program, No Sad Bro Friday. Yes! We'll have director Ryan Johnson back in our studio. Yeah, really, really cool. So he's got the next Night's Out film that's coming out. I love that they're making a series out of these movies. Uh, We'll also have Kelly Ripa. Ripa. Ripa will be joining us. She's got a book out. And uh, UFC or uh, mixed martial arts fighter uh, Eddie Alvarez will Excellent. be on the program too. And uh, all Friday things will be taking place. That's it. We are done. Ray John, have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye bye. <laughs> <Steve> <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Go f*** yourself, San Diego. We all
5: have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast but the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying
4: thank you. Grab the perfect get-up-and-go breakfast
7: for you and your crew right now. Two soft and fluffy, fully loaded sausage burritos are just three bucks on the one-two-three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with combo meal.
9: Bada bap.